Hello, everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Bradley Ellis, <clears throat> Michael Huber, hello, and Brennan Jones, yes, as well as over on the switcher, Ian Hink. Hi. Hello, everybody. Hey. Do you want to hear our objective this week? Sure. Y- you could choose not to take this on, by the way. Yes. The objective comes to us from John Koning. The objective is to hone your skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brad, do you want to take this one on? Nah. Okay. I'm going to relax this week. Yeah, just relax this week. I like that. Mm-hmm. Michael Huber, do you want to hone your skills this week? I don't really understand the context of uh, that objective this week, so I'm going to pass. Okay, sure. Jones? Yes. Jones is in. Can you give us some insight into which kind of skills you're looking to hone? Uh, a podcast halftime I want to excel at. Okay, cool. That helps me a lot. Thank you, Jones. Ian, you want to take this one on? Absolutely. Every okay. second of my life. And what is it, what, <laughs> what skills are you honing? All of them. Honing all your skills? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sure. Let's Sweet. begin. Corrections music. Jones, can you start corrections music, please? The Spartan in Reach is named or pronounced George. Spelled with a J. Not pronounced Jorge, but that's, that's George. George052. Cool. Um, we played a game last week where we had characters from franchises where two of them was real and one wasn't. And so we had uh, uh, Iceman for Mega Man. We had Iceman, mm-hmm. Blizzard Man, and Freeze Man. And those were all real. And I said, that's not fair. So I made up one on my own in, in, on the spot <laughs> called Chill Man. No, it's real too? Chill Man's real yes! too. <laughs> Got him. That's so great. So Chill Man's from Mega Man 10. <laughs> there you go. Isn't that a lot nuts? Of, a lot of Mega Man games is always so a nice get, what's, boss. What, what's your fifth then? Yeah, what's the first? What would you uh, then replace it with? Uh, we have Freeze Man. Arctic Man. Ooh, Arctic, Arctic Man's Man. good. Glacier yeah. Man. Well good. Lock it in. Yes. Corrections for next week. <laughs> Arctic Man's real. Um, uh, there will be ghoul NPCs uh, in Fallout 76. <laughs> I heard there would be robots too, right? We got robots, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's going to be ghoul NPCs. I don't know if they're ever going to be friendly and talk to you, though. There's got to be some friendly Well, ones. if they're NPCs, Is probably. Is going to have conversations with those ghouls? Yeah, yeah, you can talk to them in other games. Okay. I want right. to be a ghoul. And yeah, Brad, we talked about the robots, and apparently there are uh, human-like androids in the Fallout universe, as of Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. Probably won't appear in oh, Fallout 76, yeah, but detective. it's part yeah, of the universe. Yeah, didn't I say that last time? Yeah. Um... Did you say that last Yeah, time? I said there was going to be one that's like... Oh, yeah, oh and then I was like... It, is, it, is it human or a robot right, right, situation? Right. And I said, Brad, no way. Yeah. I and forgot then, about that detective, yeah. I was totally Valentine, dude. Valentine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and corrections music, please. I love meeting a character in a game where you can make choices, and when you meet that character, you're just like, till the end. <laughs> yeah. Till the end. Yeah, Whatever what was, choices, what was the, the, uh, the mutant in three with the Gatling gun? I was yeah. like, yeah, till the end. Yeah. <laughs> till the end. end. You yeah. f- till you're the aggressive. End. That's cool with me. Yeah. I'll be aggressive now. Yeah. Till the end. Yeah. <laughs> I like that phrase. Um, funny thing happening in the podcast post E3. This is this happens every year. There are not a lot of good news weeks after E3. Everyone kind of dumps everything into E3, understandably. Yes. And then afterward, you know what? Not too much to talk about. Views sink. I'm prepared for it. I'm, I'm prepared to lose 10K. That's okay. Sink. It's part of this whole process. Um, but it's strange. It's strange because we're doing the desire index. And it's like, why are they talking about the news? It's like, that is, that's what we got, baby. This is what I prepared for those months after E3. Uh, we're not going to start with desire index this week, though, because something very interesting happened in the world of video games again, just within this very popular game called Fortnite. And 
to me, they just keep doing new things I've never heard of before. And it happened again. Happened again uh, last Saturday, June 30th, mm-hmm. 10 a.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Michael Huber. 10.30. What happened at 10.30? <laughs> what happened? A missile launched. Okay. And broke a, fa- it broke a hole in the space-time continuum of the map. This uh, So a huge missile went off. Uh, it ripped through the map, going through different portals, going around, going around, going around. Uh, crash landed in Anarchy Acres. You can go there now. You can like see the disposed rocket there. Uh, the lore behind it, it's theories right now, but the lore is that the Visitor, which is the uh, skin you can get for finishing 7 out of 10 weeks of challenges. Pretty hard to get. Uh, the, Do you have it? I got it. Nice. <coughs> I'm committed. Uh, <laughs> the... the, the Theoretical lore is that that visitor came from the meteor that crash landed last season. He is now busted out and used that rocket, which is a movie prop, by the way. Uh, he used that prop, that that prop, and turned it. Tried to turn it into a time machine and like get back home, and, and his it- plan botched. Nice. Yeah. So then now the the tears in the map are getting more violent, more like more intense. Uh, the giant crack in the ceiling of the map keeps mm-hmm. growing. People are tracking it. It keeps growing and growing. And then the rifts, uh, there's a couple rifts throughout the map. Like, there's one at Lonely Lodge, and you can, like, jump through it, and it kind of gets, like, kind of, like, weird looking. Does it teleport you? No. Oh. But those are kind of messing with your visuals. Isn't this game a Battle Royale game? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Just, I, I think that's what's really cool about this yeah. is, and this is no offense to people playing Fortnite because I consider it, I mean, I've played a bunch of Fortnite. I played the even more boring version than the uh, the Battle Royale. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, inconsequential as far as like a, what you would expect a long-term game to be. Whereas like if I jump in one match one week, if I jump in the week after, I'm pretty much on the same tier of like what I expect to get out of this match. I'm just playing this for fun. Uh, I would imagine your average Fortnite player would just not care. You know, like, that that's kind of where my head would be at before this game achieved the level of popularity where it is. Where it's like, I just play this game for the skill level of it. I don't care what's happening in the, what the story is or what. Like, if there's new content, great, I will absorb that. But, like, I don't necessarily need the lore behind it. So the fact that all of these players are sleuthing this mm-hmm. uh, well, is, as intently as they are is so great. I, I think love it. that's why Fortnite is so great, though, because it, it appeases to everyone. There are people that don't go for kills ever and just, like, cruising the map, exploring, finishing the challenges getting skins and hanging out like the day that this happened people were just camping out like watching yeah of course because you had to be in a match right yeah and that's the craziest thing we didn't mm-hmm. even say this this happened real simultaneously real time to everyone yeah. in the game's world yeah. if you if somebody killed you while it was launching you didn't get to see it so people <laughs> banded together to like build cool ramps and like watch and people had parties like we, so cool. we landed and all our teams were just munching on popcorn watching like because that's an emote you can actually munch popcorn yeah yeah obviously the nature of the game you know there's it's an online game mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna be griefers yes people were going in for griefers. the kills an ancient they, term for troll somebody set the record that's the big headline right now somebody set the kill record in a, for a match because they took advantage of the situation. People (laughs) built up, like 40, 50 people built a ramp Mm -hmm. huge into the sky to get a perfect view of what was going down, and the person knocked out the base. They all all came crashing down. Dude, I'd be so tempted to do that. How could you not? You know what? 
I, that's funny to me. Yeah, no if you were one of those yeah. people, you got to give it up for that guy. That's yeah. awesome. And you know what's funny is uh, afterward, they added playground mode where you can just chill out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That could totally work now. If, if there's another global event, everybody should just go in the playground exactly. and chill out. Yeah. Exactly. I like Huber, that they added that. Yeah. Huber, how long, uh, how long did it last? The, the, event? the rocket? Yeah. It was like 45, it's like a minute and a half, I'd say, the whole process. It went into the sky uh, and then... Because no one knew what was going on. It was so great watching with the allies on chat. Because it went into the sky for a long time. And we were like, okay, cool. Like, is, is that it? Like, the rocket just goes. And you see it, like, deep in space. And all of a sudden, it comes back. <laughs> Coming back slowly. And then these... Back down, right? Back down. Yes. And these four giant, like, red lasers come out. Like, and then flying all over. Huge explosion. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They're... Sweet justice. Right? Did the yep. sound? Did they really? Sweet justice. Is that confirmed? Yeah. He's his hand Sweet. Yeah. Just no way. Hype. Sweetest moment. Dude, when the red lasers came and made the no the noise, it was like really cool. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and just just imagine the sweet justice just like refining these yeah. sound um, implementation. Yeah, I just it's cool to me the why I know that not every listener of this podcast is is interested in Fortnite, but mm-hmm. I, this idea of these global events, this thing's happening simultaneously live for everybody. Yeah. Nobody hacked it. Nobody knew it was coming. Nobody knew that it was going to shoot around the planet. Like we all knew the rocket launch was happening, but we didn't know it would make a crack mm-hmm. in the sky and all these things. Uh to me, it's truly interesting. It is truly a new thing happening in video games. People were yeah. giving me a hard time because it's like, I, whoa, you okay, Ian? It's all right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, no worries. People were like, Huber only talks about Fortnite now, and it's like, I'm looking for a reason to talk about something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fortnite keeps Ouch. pulling me back. Fair, dude. I cannot escape it. Yes. Because it feel it continues to feel special. Right. It was a month ago we were talking about Thanos. Yeah. Well, it's crazy, right? It's yeah. like every day I have like 40 <laughs> to 60 emails to go through of all of these PR people who work on all of these games, these indie developers that are just trying like, what, can, what footage can we cut into a trailer? What GIF can I put in the email to possibly grab you to be like, hey, just at least know that our game exists. And it's so hard to get noticed in this industry. And it's remarkable to me that this game is doing something that is occurring in the game. You know, like you have mm-hmm. to be in there. This is mm-hmm. not just like a trailer that dropped. This is not some news thing that got announced, a leak that happened. This is literally something that happened in real time in the world that is you know, getting headlines. We're here talking about it, and we don't really know what the hell we're talking about. Like yeah. we still have you know, have to find out later on what this actually leads to. And I just think um, that's so cool. Like you can just clearly tell they're having so much fun, you know, mm-hmm. thinking of what, where, where this could go. And, and just the fact that it is interesting, but at the same time, this is not like, you know, uh, Gone with the Wind. This is not like great, you know, literature, the, the, the story of just like, oh, I, these, fam- these characters, I'm just really dying to see what happens with them. It's just right. like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The main draw is still Battle Royale. If you can just yeah. put the pieces together. kind of reminds me of like, you know, Grand Theft Auto, Finding Sasquatch. You know, it's just yes. like, again, it's not just deep lore. But it's a mystery, and like those are really fun, you know, to, to solve. And okay. I guess I'm wondering, like the equivalent, like I think GTA Five did add more of the Sasquatch stuff mm-hmm. online as that went on, right? Um, like I'm thinking of like uh, MMOs where they end, and like there's a big oh. global event. Oh, that's mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all, that's like the closest things I can think of is like just an MMO ending. Is that thing where mm-hmm. everybody's seeing the same thing happen at the same time? MMO have- vibes for Fortnite for sure. The yeah, map. It's, yeah, I love it. And there's like little things too that you pick up on. The, the TVs had the countdown to the launch, yeah. and 
uh, you know, if you're playing a match, but like you go up in a house and there's a little TV there with a countdown, like it's just a little extra he connection. Heard, and earlier tonight, you were telling me about police cars that yeah, are inching police forward. Police cars inching forward to different locations, like trucks transporting alien <laughs> rocks showing up in different locations. Yeah. It's just nonstop. Love that. It's great. Love that big time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Fortnite continues to innovate in interesting ways, which is pretty cool for it. A game as popular yeah. as it is, mm-hmm. you know? It, it could. Rest on its laurels, easily. Yeah. Kyle, do you think that it's only able to do this because it is as popular as it is? I think it helps. Oh, of course. <laughs> they wouldn't have had Thanos otherwise. You know, like, yeah, oh, I definitely yeah, think it helps. For sure. <laughs> and uh, for me, enjoying Save the World mode, which I admittedly have not played in several weeks, uh, they just announced, like, uh, uh, that... There's four main areas. The area I am in is called Canny Valley, and they announced that uh, they, they had a desert map for a while, a little test and Save the World, where you're in a place that uh, wasn't just the regular, like, grass and trees, you know, like you normally do in Save the World. It's actually, like, Red Dead style, like, Wild out in the West, desert. dude, it's coming. And so they're going to update Save the World, where that's going to be what Canny Valley looks like now, and they're going to have a whole story and stuff to add to that. Hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm taking a little time away the, from the uh, game, and then when that update happens, I'll jump Jones, back the in. data miners, like, found some stuff to, like, some Western theme stuff. Yeah. So yeah. with the time travel... Uh, the time travel theory, Huber. The, like, different rifts will affect the map, so, like, each area will be tied to a different time period. I think that is That'd be awesome. a fun That would too. get me to play. Like, dino-themed, yeah. Western-themed, uh, like, Roman... Of course going to add dinosaurs to this game. <laughs> you know what? It like, wrecked itself. Uh, I kind of keep wanting to talk about this because I'm thinking of, just in this moment, I, when I said rest on their laurels, I think of why uh, Call of Duty seems foolish this year. Because you have to compare it directly to Fortnite. If Call of Duty is multiplayer only this year, they seem ancient, the way that they're monetizing that game. Hmm, yeah. It seems like they're three years behind in the way that they're charging people to play that game. Um, and, and yeah, it just seems like they're unwilling to adapt this style of, Hey, we have so many people in here. We have so many people who care about this game that they want to care about what they look like in this world. And they're willing, willing to spend money on that. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think, well, I like, call of duty still hasn't shown their battle royale. What do you think they could do to get you personally interested? In Kyle boss. You were like nothing. The thing they're doing is like, Hey, you can play black ops characters from the past. Mm-hmm. What? Like, who cares? <laughs> who cares when Fortnite has, a, like, a, a missile yeah. launching in real time, th- you know? I th- well, that's it. I think the, you know, kind of like a Fallout 76 thing where, like, you can get nukes, nukes and set them off. Like, it would be neat. Because in Fortnite, it's really fun. But, like, at a distance, I'm going to see lots of wooden walls and dudes hopping. Like, that's that's end-level gaming in, in Fortnite. Like, that's sure. yeah. like if, if I'm down to five people and the other four on the other side of the map and I'm looking in the distance, that's what's going on. <laughs> Whereas it'd be interesting if I'm looking in the distance in, you know, Call of Duty Battle Royale mode and like a whole skyscraper is being attacked or something you know just just like changing up those dynamic rules adding vehicles and stuff like that i'm really curious to see yeah, if that's just gonna be people goofing off or you, you know because like when they had the the camera fly through in call of duty and you saw guys like at a door like hacking something and it's like will i care enough to do that <laughs> you know like if there's something's really tricky am i just gonna avoid it entirely and just wait with a sniper rifle for the guy to just get out of the building and well i would like more objectives i think like yeah. an objective based battle royale i think is a really cool idea like you have to bust in uh rescue the hostage or something hmm. and you get like bonus points or so even if you don't you to, win yeah. at least i got that you have like side missions maybe mm-hmm. it's like yeah you can do the side missions or you can just try to survive or something i would like troll that. the side mission th- all day long kyle i think yeah. the weakness for call of duty is that it's a yearly iteration when sure. fortnite is you're in you're in the whole time yeah you'll always be there you can always check it out with call of duty Got next year's one probably. Yeah. Like For whatever sure we they're do, gonna yeah. like. I don't think this for, this battle royale mode is gonna carry over to the next ones. Mm-hmm. I think it might. I think the battle royale mode might. 
but why? How though? How could it? Like each Call of Duty yeah. is so radically different. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm like. And they yeah. have so many different studios too. Yeah. So like, if you're buying skins for this game, you're like, oh, cool, this is good for a year, kind of thing like that. I like, see what you're if saying. You're yeah. buying yeah. stuff the for Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, you're good forever. You're adding it to your collection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, at this point in time, your lifetime collection for yeah. Fortnite. You know, whenever Fortnite Two is, who knows yes. how long? But you're adding it to your collection, and the items feel rare. Yeah. So. And permanent. Permanent. Do they carry over to uh, save the world? Separate. No, separate. Completely. The V bucks do. That's the only thing that, that V bucks. But like, I can't wear my cool costume. And I'm sure there's a reward or two in there. I don't, I, you know. Sure. I got don't know. The V bucks. Hey, you got any V bucks? Hey, you got those V bucks. Please retweet me for V bucks. Hey, oh, come on God. over here. Here's <laughs> where the V bucks are. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I, I know, like, I, I get comments every time on YouTube, just like, stop talking about Battle Royale, <laughs> stop talking about Fortnite. I know next month we're gonna be talking about Fortnite again. <laughs> Something crazy is going to happen again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe in two weeks when it's what season four? One week, season five. Season five. A week. Another a week. crazy thing is going to happen Whoa. that so we haven't Wednesday seen night. before. You Whoa. know, it's like Wednesday night, Thursday morning. I think. As you were, as you just said, give me anything else to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Please, yeah. I'm ready. Seriously, like, yeah. I just, you know, again, I've seen some comments or like Huber talking about some other stuff. All you do is play Fortnite, and it's like. For one, we're in kind of a, a lull right now with new releases, you know? Post E3. Yep. Post E3. Yep. And if something is this awesome and special at this exact moment in time, why not embrace it? Yeah. yeah. Why shun it away? Why mm-hmm. not, like, get in there and play some matches? Like, you might be surprised by how fun it is, you know? Yeah. I'll say I just I just played uh, Playground Mode last night. No no pressure. I Me alone on the map. And it's so that. fun. It's just fun mm-hmm. to hang out on that map. Yeah. Go exploring. There's lots of cool secrets. Love the map. There was like a weird like a wooden fox I like explored around in. Oh, cool. yeah, the ones that are like the llama and the fox. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's cool. It's fun. <laughs> Let us get to the Easy Eyes Desire Index. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Brad's familiar. I think I have to familiarize Huber with this. No, no, obviously. He was on the first one. Oh, okay. So that was like, what, three weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Or two weeks ago? Um, Great. So then we're there. Huber, let me catch you up on what our top 10 looks like right now, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Number 10 is Anthem. By the way, Anthem won a lot of E3 mm-hmm. awards. Yeah. yeah. I was shocked by that. Mm-hmm. Were you voting for that, Jones? You're sure. one of the judges? Yeah, yeah. Free, so best action game, you're like, let's give to Anthem. It's tricky. I was a little fuzzy on, uh, and with the, the, the rules of what specifically is the difference between action-adventure and action. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't sure what Resident Evil 2 was. Yeah, Anthem actually should be action-adventure. Like, come on. There's this whole story there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of tricky. I can't, honestly can't remember <laughs> mm-hmm. between all of those different categories. I think there was one category I dropped a vote in. I was like, oops, oh, sorry. Other genre. Whoops. Sure. <laughs> so, but it all, it all equalizes. Yeah. Yeah, surprising to me, though. It was like best action, best shoot it was something else i can't remember anyway uh uh smash bros is number nine most desired mm-hmm. or nine okay above that devil may cry five above that control man this is a wonky list already above that sekiro is at number six number five cyberpunk 2077 moved down a bunch last week because number four is red dead redemption 2 number four yeah mm-hmm I What's it. above this? I knew it. Kingdom Hearts 3 is above this. You want to swap them right now? Swap them right now. Okay. All right. So let uh, me make my case for Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 3 one Wait, time. Yeah, it's the finale. You're right. You're That's right. That's why. You're this right. has all been leading up to yeah, this moment. Right. Right. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be cute. It's Red Dead Redemption 2. Huber's acquiescing too. on the journey. That's yeah. why he gets it. The journey, the legacy. Huber respects, like, if Red Dead is like, this is it. We've been building this for years and years and years and years. 
It's a very, very fair point. And we've point. seen a lot of Kingdom Hearts, and we know it's good. Like, I'm 100% confident Red Dead, but we've has, just seen a lot more of this game, too. Brad's been on every single one of these, hasn't he? No, no just last year. Just last year. Uh, I was not on the first one. I do, uh, I do respect the end of the journey, though. That is a huge deal, especially if you were there like Brad mm-hmm. since, like, day one. That's right. Tracking this from PS2 all the way to the end of PS4, like mm-hmm. it's like a Metal Gear Solid situation. You know, Metal Gear Solid Four was just a moment. Best when it RPG ended. for me, three judges pick. Yeah, so, yeah, but it's, it's like Metal Gear Solid, except to like like Elsa's having a problem. <laughs> Yeah, you know, how awesome like, is that? <laughs> well, Mel, you're yeah, you got, like, you got to Sunny, party, you, you know? got like, Sunny cooking the... eggs, or you got <laughs> Elsa. Yeah, some good looking that's eggs. That's never though. changed. Yeah, those, those eggs are so good, yeah. best looking. <laughs> uh, number two is The Last of Us Part Two. Wait, what's number three? Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Okay, got it. And then number one is Resident Evil Two that's Remake. Where we're at right now. We ain't doing your dirty on Resident Evil, dude. Like, like, look at this. Or Last of Us. It's like that's it. Like, it's unstoppable. Yeah. So to explain to everyone uh, what this is, if this is your first time hearing the Desire Index, this is basically <laughs> a tool for conversation. Okay. The actual ranking doesn't matter that much as much as I imply it does. No, it matters. Um, <laughs> it matters to some extent in that we take it seriously. Uh, but no, it's just a lot of games were announced. A lot of games were shown at E3. And it's just a chance to like, talk about each of these games and really like process them, uh, which I always like to do with a list. Uh, it's the most fun thing ever. Love lists. Yeah. yeah. Love it. I read the subreddit thread. I don't think you get it. Uh, <laughs> ouch. Shots. Shots. Look, I don't think Oof. you get it. <laughs> but uh, we have more games to talk about. More Help games. them get it. What don't they get, Kyle? Uh, Elaborate. Every time we rank anything, there yes. are people that are potentially going to take it more serious than we do. And that yeah. feels bad because it's, I mean, I'm surprised with how... Uh, how fiercely people address the rule set in Hall of Greats. And it's like, we're never going to get this right. Like, yep. it's always going to be a little messy, right. it's this a, process. It's a fun device. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is like power rankings for, for baseball or football. But I like, you know, I like, like the messiness of it because then it allows things like Control, things like Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Tour, you know, mm-hmm. to sneak in there, get recognition. Yeah. And I think that balances your Ocarina of Times, your, you know, Super Mario 64, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, also, again, as stated, this isn't forever now. This is not a segment that's going to be part of the podcast forever. Right. <laughs> that wouldn't. Oh my God. This is part of the podcast because <laughs> a lot we're... of big news this week. But you know, <laughs> this is it, right? <laughs> Gotta get that Yoshi game in there somewhere. This might be the last. <laughs> number eighteen. What do we think? Number eighteen. Uh, Brad, we'll see what we get mm, for news sure. next week. Sure, sure. We might just talk about Fortnite for an hour. We'll see. Uh, you never know. You never know what yeah. seven days of the video game industry looks like. Um, okay. I mean, let's talk about. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. We, we discussed it a little bit. It's coming out October 12th. Uh, as I said, this has no campaign, um, but apparently they're trying to really massage that message and that there will be story elements within the multiplayer because you care about your class mm-hmm. and you want to see what that class character's story goes. Um, there's that multiplayer mode. There's zombies. And there is Battle Royale, which is, again, unseen. How do we feel Here about you go. Black Ops 4? Tell me. How do I, no tell me campaign. How do yeah. A big, big cost with the season pass and pass and additional maps. Tell me how that works again. Tell me one more time how the season pass works. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you're wrong about the this. maps are not free. Yep. The only way to get them is if you commit to the season pass. I cannot buy the maps individually. Yeah, you cannot. Right. Yes. Yeah, you cannot buy the maps individually. You have to commit to the season pass. For a game that already does not have a campaign and is $60. So, for that reason, I'm out. This is number 11. <laughs> or, do we have 10 on the list? No, no, well, we no, have no, 17 on the list. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is number 18. Whoa. I'm like, whoa, wait, no, whoa. Yeah. Behind <laughs> all of it. 
Oh, uh, it's Pokemon. Pokemon, let's go. Oh, Pikachu, yeah, but what's the Navy. other? What's the Konami? No, the Konami. What's the Square Enix? Uh, Babylon's Fall. Babylon's Fall. Yeah, give them the whole list, Kyle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just realized there's a lot for people to keep track of, especially listeners when I go through a list. So, uh, right now, 17 is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. 16, Babylon's Fall. 15, Elder Scrolls 6. Couldn't really, couldn't give it much, you know. Um, f- sorry, uh, 15, Elder Scrolls 6. 14, Team Sonic Racing. 13, Skull and Bones. 12, Fallout 76. And 11, Halo Infinite. It's at least like 15 or 16 for me. Yeah, well, I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, we're, we are anticipating it less. We desire it less because of how nasty the uh, mm-hmm. the season passes. I'm looking up yeah. right now how much it costs. And no campaign. Uh, mm-hmm. I The first thing I do every single year a Call of Duty game comes out is I play the campaign until I beat it and then play multiplayer. That is my routine. Uh-huh. Um, and I enjoy it. You know, the, it, it offers me something. It's it's like you were saying earlier, you know, it's not Shakespeare, it's not uh but there but there is context. Exactly. You know, so like uh um speaking of Black Ops, playing Black Ops 3 and then getting through that weird campaign and then jumping mm-hmm. into the different multiplayer maps yeah. being like, "Oh, I get this map. I know where I kind of am right now mm-hmm. or I can imagine this map in the, the larger context of this world." There's no context. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, "Oh, why'd you why this map? You know, why why yeah. am I here?" Um, uh, I'm with you, Huber, man. Like, I'm sure the shooting's fine. I'm like, sure the game sure will be fun, fun yeah. the multiplayer, but it's just like... I mean, with the, the competition it's going against, it's like, I just, I just don't care. Blackout's got to be the biggest story from this thing, and we don't know I haven't even that seen is. it. We don't yeah. know. Okay, so this gets worse, Huber. Yeah, oh. here we go. The only way to get the season pass mm-hmm. is to get the digital deluxe version of the game. I oh. think the they might have... Change that, or it'll be available later down the line. Uh, later down the line, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. And here's what's so confusing about it is because I, I pulled up this as well. Because when they first announced it, they said we're not doing a season pass for multiplayer. Yeah. We're doing it for zombies, but we're not for multiplayer. Did they go back on that, or is what does a season pass entail? It's crazy. Already splintering their player base. Like you have to be in for Call of Duty, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. For and and. So, you know, in the past, you would get the game, I would get the game, it's 60 bucks, I'm going through the campaign, I'm feeling the value there by getting through it, I would play multiplayer until usually the first map pack. That first map pack comes out, that's usually where I heart out, because I'm just not committed, Mm -hmm. the player base is splinted, I don't like getting kicked out of lobbies, you know, holding my friends back that do have the maps... But now that's such a harder sell where it's like, well, you're going to buy the $60 game that doesn't have a campaign and you can play all the maps until the first map pack. Now you're going to have to spend more money to stay relevant in the game. Like, Are you ready? It's just too much. Are you ready for Activision's language? Here we go. Okay. Uh, There will be more details soon. But for now, here's a list of what comes in the Black Ops Pass. Battle Royale skins. For players who are ready to fully immerse themselves into (laughs) all three modes of Black Ops 4. So if you don't want to fully immerse yourself, you don't have to buy the Season Pass, by the way. But if you want to fully immerse yourself, you're going to have to pay pay up. But here's what we got. We got four items, right? Uh, You get a Classified. Classified is the title of a bonus zombies experience available at launch. Uh, you get classified. F- it's the name of the zombie. Yeah, it's called classified. Oh. A bonus zombie mission. Yeah. that's new. From that's from a big the announcement. Deal. They had like the three different zombie things. I never heard anything about. Wow. Classified. So they're oh. holding that. 
wonder what that is. Yeah, they're holding that. Holding for hostage. You. Yeah, just for the people who want to immerse themselves. All right, so first off, that's a strike. Yep. Okay, okay. ready for more strikes? That's not the Titanic thing? That's a whole new... Classified? I think Classified was like, isn't it the reboot? They're like, here's those four classic characters y'all love. Uh, no, that's oh, some other Blood name. of the Damned or something like that. That's yeah. the uh, Alcatraz. Yeah, thing. you're right. That was a whole different one. Yeah, so who knows what Classified is. Weird. Uh, it's four classified. additional all-new zombie experiences. Okay. Okay. So those are probably the add-ons that they add to zombies over the course of the season? Yeah, that sounds like a regular mm-hmm. season yeah. pass. Okay, yeah. okay. 12 multiplayer maps. Blowing that theory out of the water. 12 multiplayer maps are tied to the season pass. Yep. Excuse me, the Black Ops pass. That's the only way to get them. Only for people who want to be immersed, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to be immersed, it's fine. You don't have to spend the money. <laughs> and then finally, four exclusive blackout characters. Yeah. Not skins. Oh sir. boy. Those Guaranteed are characters. price. One hundred percent holding price hostage. But yeah. is he in Black Ops? Is price in black prices in Black Ops? No, but the Battle Royale mode, uh, they promised that it's all Call of Duty characters. I didn't know that. Now yeah. I oh, I'm pretty that. sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Wait, I thought that. And at the at the event, the actual language that they used is uh, characters from the history of Black Ops. Just Black Ops. And so I, think I was so, like, dude, wait, I, think I, spoke, I spoke Ops way Hendrix? out of turn there. Yeah. Whoa, okay. But I don't know. I just I remember going back and him saying that, and being like, whoa, you know, that's. It kind, of, it kind of reminded me of when they did backwards compatibility when Xbox announced that, and everyone started cheering so hard that they missed them saying for the most popular Xbox titles. Yeah. So everyone thought everything was backwards compatibility. Yep. We're like, yep. woo! And it was like, no, if, you, right. listen, if you listen to the language, it's only going to be a handful Crazy. of They're uh, trying to make things. it confusing. This is, honestly, it's so effed. I'm on their website right now. It's so confusing. And it's just like, which version are you planning to use? You know, it's just like, None. to get. Which version what are you planning to What happens when you click just the $60 version, Kyle? I'm curious. What is it? Sure, so it's still yeah, loading. What do you get like, just for the normal game? I yeah. mean, you get, those, you get those three modes, but you will not be immersed. It's like there's nothing in this <laughs> Zero <game>. immersion. <laughs> you get, so you get the zombies. You get, you get zombies. You get multiplayer. So you get the whole game, it's just that that game expands, continues to expand periodically for a year. So you quickly are out of date. Yeah, I'm looking at the post. I don't think it even says. That they wrote for this. It says, like, which version do you want to get? And, like, regular version isn't on here. It's like, it's just like, it's like they don't like the people who spend $60 on this game. That hurts me. That, That frankly hurts me. Oh, the thing I, that the thing that blows my mind is like they're gonna get away with it, right? Like well, no one's gonna stop it. I'm gonna be a hardcore devil's advocate here. Okay? okay, I'm gonna speak for the other side here. Please, I need it. I need like, this right now. There, there is usually a base that never even touches a Call of Duty campaign. It's just a waste of space, mm-hmm. a waste of development costs. Mm-hmm. They're committed for the entire year to the next Call of Duty. So this this entire game almost feels like it's speaking to hardcore fans only mm-hmm. like this is this is the call of duty game for the hardcore no what you're, I'm, you're by saying not including a pan- campaign you're saying i'm not having, hardcore if i like the campaigns i guess that that's the way i feel like honestly like what if, yeah because i love the campaign what if this is the death of the call excluded. of duty campaign what if you what if you're sledgehammer or the third team Gah, which is completely escaping me right uh, now. Treyarch Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer. Infinity Ward. What if you're Infinity Ward and you're working on the next Sledgehammer just in World War II? What if you're uh, uh, making the next Call of Duty and you're like actually typing out the script for the campaign and they're like, hold on that. <laughs> you know, like, like, what? You might not make that. You know, like, mm-hmm. you might not... I'd be we willing. To, need it. I'd be willing to take the bet. I'm pretty sure the next Call of Duty will have a campaign. I hope so. I really think something just got effed up with this one, and John. They're just like scrap it. Yeah, 
Hmm. And I mean, they'll have the groundwork for the Battle Royale mode, which I think was another reason this one was scrapped, is that they wanted to move resources over to that. But again, their language has been the complete opposite. They're yeah. like, we never planned on a campaign. Oh, which I know, I which was Still trash. don't believe it, who yeah. knows? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I'm, ready, I'm willing to put this one at number 18. Like, yeah. you, you're telling me yeah. this game well, is more desirable than Pokemon? Nope. Jones, more desirable than Pokemon? I just want to punish them. For us, I get... Uh. I want to punish them for this, Jones. I yeah, I feel uh, hurt. Uh, I feel betrayed. Just, yes. Uh, you know... I can remember Brad and I playing Bree Court, like Call of Duty mm. One and Two, mm -hmm. old school PC. This feels that felt that feels like a lifetime ago, and it feels like now, like it's tainted. You know, I feel betrayed as a fan that has been there since the beginning. You yeah. have, yeah, uh, and they are not they are not catering to my tastes. And, they don't care about you anymore, dude. And it, and it and it's one thing too. It's like they could be catering to the hardcore, but. Just the price is is pretty wild, you know. Sure, um, I, uh, I I I just got to say this. I, I, it's rough for me to put this game behind Sonic Team Racing, <laughs> like just because I am I am very curious to see what Blackout is like. I got to admit, like I I'm I'm and so my opinion on this game might change drastically after they finally announce that. Like they are baiting me with a carrot right yeah, now. Yeah, they are right. Like I'm just sitting there salivating. Like, so maybe we watch fine. that trailer and because then... it is Treyarch because they focus so clearly. On, like I remember going to the reveal of Black Ops Three and them like dimming the lights like at you know at Treyarch uh, at Activision you know at their studios and just like oh my goodness like they are so serious about this multiplayer um, and uh, so I just think. It's either gonna be amazing or it's gonna be you're, oh they kind of like the campaign like something went wrong. So That's they, the thing they, though, Jones, they stumbled, I, or they're just not ready. They don't have time or resources. I think it to, is gonna be amazing. That's why it's even more frustrating. I think it's gonna be a great game. Oh uh, well, then you have to put it up higher on the desired index. So. Yeah, but I don't think so. Yeah, but I'm 10, offended but by its, it's entire. Got, it's got I'm not. I have too. no <laughs> interest in playing this game at all. Wow. I would rather play Sonic than this game. If you said, hey, you want to play Call of Duty? Or Sonic. I'm like, oh, I'll try Sonic for a little bit. Sure. Like, Call of Duty, I don't even care. I'm done. It's over. Sorry, what's up, Ian? I said same. I don't know if I'm part of this, but same. I always <laughs> like your opinions. Yeah, you're part of this, Ian. I mean, you don't, you don't this get... list is insanity. For, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get the power of uh, everybody shut up, but you're allowed to absolutely input. Can right. we just two slots up? Can it be 16? So above Babylon's Fall, above Pokemon. Just those two. I desire Pokemon way more than how about like, above Babylon's Fall, thing. but below Pokemon. Meet you in the middle. Yeah. Compromise, sure. Just dude. One. I don't okay. know what Babylon's Fall last. is, but I'm more interested in it than this Call of Duty. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. All right. All right. I'm like, there's like time, time stuff in it, like a timeline. I'm, I'm into that more. All right, yeah. I'm putting Sorry. it in. Um, I did forget to mention that you do have the ability at any point to say everyone shut up, and you can lock in a game at any spot. Just uh, once outside podcast, of the top yeah. three, once per podcast has to be outside the top three. The only thing that can move that is somebody else's. Everybody show. Okay. Uh, okay. Great. Hey, I learned a lot about Black Ops Four. Yeah, <laughs> just, just yeah I just feel worse about it. Now. I feel really <laughs> bad about that game. It's ah, <sighs> and you're so right. Is that it will again? There's nothing we can do about it. Be the best selling game of this year. <laughs> I mean, if Count people it. like it, Bank I it. mean, more power to you. Yeah, but I don't want any part of it. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about mm, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Yeah, to me, this is almost a top five contender. This is this is a desirable <sighs> game. Yeah. What is this game? Oh, it's Sucker Punch's new game. Who's it's Sucker a, Punch? Uh, Sucker Punch, known for the Sly Cooper franchise in Infamous. Yep. Yes. This is their new IP. This is based in Japan off the island of Tsushima. When the Mongolian invasion, I forgot what 
time period. Brad, you got way more than I expected, dude. That's some good data. <laughs> uh, it's historical fiction. I feel like 1400 is my guess. Maybe. I want to say even earlier, like 1200. Okay. Whatever. 1200 it doesn't matter. For some reason, pops in my head. But right. it's right. Uh, an open world game where you play the roles of a samurai that we know of. But we assume there's a little more ninja action going in there. Yeah. Um, so but yeah. We, we knew about this game before E3. We, we saw a great reveal trailer. Yes. What do we see at E3? EC. Oh. Brad, oh, 74. 74. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um, Kudos. At E3, we actually saw the game being played. So we saw what it's like to actually play this game instead of just like a, a trailer of in-game stuff. The original trailer we saw was like a lot of the scenery going on, like some story stuff. But now we saw the character actually in the environment going through, I believe they said it was a side quest, not like a yeah. main mission. Yeah. yeah. But it was 100% what I wanted to see is a field. Yes. A field and <sighs> options. Go explore. Yeah, they're like, here's this yeah. like island you can explore. Go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And we did. The animations are cool. The animations are unique to what you would want in a samurai game. Yes, just really the, I, good blood spatter. They, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. They were very much trying to nail that samurai movie feel with this game. Yeah, like I, yeah, I love the moment where you stumble across those three guys, and there's just just that like ten second moment of like, oh, oh, hello. You, you go for your sword, and they start slowly walking toward mm-hmm. you. Like, yes, that again you know and again down. and again. Um, sign me up. It's um, crazy <laughs> to think about. How many samurai movies there are, and when you think about it, like, haven't really been able to be a badass samurai too much in video games. Obviously, my mind goes to Onimusha, Mm -hmm. and, like, Way of the Samurai, and, like, a couple sporadic games here and there, but that one moment encapsulates it so much. Like, we haven't been able to really do that, like, just, like, kind of unsheath a little bit. Bam! One one shot kill. Yeah, yep. you know. And those other games were on PS2. Like it's yeah. been a long time. Exactly. Yeah. And the fire. Yeah. Like how it all leads up to the fire being in the background mm-hmm. of that one fight. Ugh. Oh, and the field <laughs> yeah. and the tree. Cinematic. And the, yeah. yeah dude. Like Infamous Second Son is still a very good looking game. Yes. Man, yeah. that game looks yes. good. And so yeah, this, this team is for some reason. I mean, working on this for. Like, awesome. What did Infamous come out? 2014 or? I feel like it was launch a year. So it'll probably yeah. be like yeah. five or six years when this game comes out. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, uh, really impressive stuff from this. Yeah, and he, re- yeah, like I get, I get that we have played samurai before, but like this idea of going on an adventure is mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like uh, you know, be the Batman. It's like be the samurai. We're like get fulfi- getting the promise fulfilled. Yeah. Well, what's also <laughs> a funny part of it, go- the as the ghost of Tsushima, uh, we're not gonna be a good samurai the whole time. I get the impression. Oh, ninja's coming. And I feel like heel li- turn living mm-hmm. by the code. You know what I mean? Is <laughs> kind of tough to. in a video game. Do what you have to. Yeah. I think we're going to do what we have to. We I have mean, a grappling hook. You're probably a ronin, right? Like, straight up. Tell Maybe. me what a ronin oh, is. Yeah. A ronin is a masterless samurai. So, like, kind of a freelancer, I guess, is a, one way to put it. Their master has been killed or they've been disgraced and they're on their own. And they're, like, hireable. I think we're dead set on revenge. I think you'll be in a village and your entire village will be wiped out. Except yeah. you. Yeah. For sure. Uh, when- will there be a time jump? No. So no. no. So here, I was just about to bring that up because I think it's really interesting. Is what we saw in the opening demo. I think it was like day ten or day eleven. Yeah. Is that it's actually counting the days mm-hmm. of uh, since the Mongol invasion. I actually kind of think that's an interesting aspect of this. Is yeah. that mm-hmm. it, at least story wise, it doesn't take place over an infinite amount of time. Mm-hmm. That there is a ticking clock, mm-hmm. and that ticking clock is an invasion of Mongols. You I wonder to, if it's lightning return style, like real time. I think it's probably just you get to a certain point in the story, and it'll be like and the next day. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what that I feel more your, secure in. Yeah. I understand if they go the other way, like add stakes, you know. But yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd kind of be into that. Yeah. Work. How do we rank our desire for this type of game? Uh, uh, top ten. High yeah, yeah, yeah. desire. I got to admit, I'm I'm a little more pumped for Sekiro 
than this. Oh, that's a good point of comparison. Okay. And I, you know, I think at the end of the day, maybe probably the story will be a little bit better. It'll be a little more emotional, mm-hmm. you know, just, oh, like, dude, just dramatically sure. yes. how it tells its story. Uh, I think it's a, probably the prettiest game that I saw from E3. Very good looking game. Cyberpunk yeah. looks amazing. Last of Us, the animation was incredible. Uh, you know, uh, Spider-Man, I loved all the contextual animation in that, but like, that tree, that that pink that tree, tree you know, <laughs> you know yeah. just just outstanding. They were just like more leaves, crank it, more leaves, more leaves. Yeah. Um. But uh, I'm yeah. Sekiro just looks like so much fun. Yeah. The uh, gameplay, I think, is, is gripping me a little so bit more. They're so different from each other. Yeah. But yeah. Sekiro is just kind of like more my my kind of thing. Like, don't get me wrong, super hyped for this game. But mm-hmm. Sekiro is just a Brad game. Sure. What's so number what, six? Yeah. What's around Sekiro? Six is Sekiro. And what's number seven? Seven is Control. Slot it right in there. Pushing control back? How does Ian feel about that? How do you feel about that, Ian? Uh, Well, seven slot? I'm stoked for both of these games. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's hard. It's getting... I mean, like, I desire... I desire the Sekiro, Ghost of Tsushima, and Control more than our top four, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, this list is not a me list. Yeah. Where would you put Tsushima, though? Uh... Under Sekiro and under Control. Under them, okay. Brad, how are you feeling, dude? Control? But they'd be like Oof. one, two, and three, Brad. Yeah. I'm more into Tsushima than Control. It seems just, like Jones just by a bit. Too. Just by I think, a bit. I think I'm slightly more into Control than Tsushima because yeah. of exactly. remedy. They're just completely different things. Yeah. Break the tie, Kyle. Break the tie. I don't break ties. Remedy or Sucker Punch? Somebody use a shut up then. Somebody use a shut up. I mean, this is all this friendly friendly conversation right now. No quarrel. I got no quarrel. Sorry, Control. The number seven is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. There it is. I gotta stop doing that, by the way. Uh, Tsushima. It should be Tsushima. You know what I mean? It's so hard. It's so hard to like give that equal. What's above it now? What are the top seven? Uh, Top seven: Ghost of Tsushima, Sekiro, Cyberpunk 2077, Red Dead Redemption 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, (laughs) Last of Us Part 2, and number one. Resident Evil set. Sorry, Resident Evil Two Feels remake. Good. This is a weird. <laughs> Feels. Uh, Resident Evil Two remake good. won the E3 uh, award from um, mm-hmm. what is it called, Jones? The judges, E3 judges award. Uh, yeah, the like editor's pick or judges pick. Yeah. Feels good. I think it is editor's pick. Yeah, that That's was crazy. shocking to me. Yeah. That that editor's is like choice. It's a very good-looking yeah. video wow. game. Wow. Right? Yeah, that, I mean that's like pretty game of show territory. I would Surprise. think though, like Spider-Man or something would take it. You know? Spider-Man, like, Spider-Man is exactly what you want it to be. It's what you expect it to be. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Two is like, oh my God, they just went for it. I think, I think, yeah, I think also, true, yeah, true, I think true. also Spider-Man was like the the affirmation. You know, you like everyone. I just went into E3, fingers crossed. Please don't suck. Please don't suck. And like, yay! But RE2 was like, oh, cool trailer. Oh my God, it's playable. Whoa, I got a booth. You know, just yeah. like, January to we, come out. You know, <laughs> yeah, when the release, it was just, it was just. Great news across the board. There was just Sounds nothing. Sounds like you all want to talk about Spider-Man. Ooh, oh, that's not in no. our list yet. Oh, no. That's not has not been indexed yet. Oh, Great, no. let's do it. Where I we got put? It. Oh, high Spider-Man, dude. For me, it's yeah. What's really, really, I just really want to, high. I forgot what the top like or like ten, nine, and eight. Yeah, are. we'll get there. But I want to talk about Spider-Man for a sec. Okay, that is a game coming out this yeah, year. It's yes. like top five at least. Yeah, very good game. Yes. Um, should have written down the release date for that. I totally forget. Oh, I do. September, uh, September 7th. 7th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, September 7th. Oh, so soon. Yeah. I guess I'm so stoked about individual elements of Sp- Spider-Man. 
Um, I'm excited to just have like suits that I can upgrade. Do you know that's such yeah. like a small stupid thing? You but want I that love RPG the idea. element. A yeah, little bit. I actually kind of am really interested sure. in that. Let me upgrade my gadgets. Uh, one thing we saw at, at E3 web. that I kind of wasn't <laughs> expecting is uh, uh, there's like an event on a rooftop. It's like clear out Fisk's men. Uh, there's sub objectives like use this move, use mines three times, and use this kind of thing three times. And if you do that, you get bonus points or bonus experience. Not gonna lie. That stuff, my pet peeve in video games. Let me play how I want to play. Dude, yeah, Don't me too. Don't force me to do a move in a fight. Just let me fight and flow what's the naturally. What's the context? Yeah. Who's doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His conscience is like, you know, Peter, <laughs> you should use a, a web bomb here. Yeah. <laughs> Up your skills. You should use three of those. Yes. The ghost of Uncle Ben cool. telling you what to do. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm cool. I'm cool, like, um, I guess, uh, Ratchet and Clank style, where if you use a weapon more, you upgrade it that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. But, like, yeah, the, the Wolfenstein style challenges, too, where it's like, use your pistol and get 10 headshots and you'll get more damage. Yeah. It's like, let me just use my arsenal the way I want to use it. Yep. Jones nodding your head. I'll like, throw some context out there. Please. Okay. Peter's the one making this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's the one actually te- like these he you know the the guns you're using in Wolfenstein are used by multiple other soldiers of that resistance. So the fact that you know Blaskowitz is like upgrading his ability to use them is a little silly. But like no one in the world is using these weird little gadgets that Peter has. They're his own, and that's one thing that I did enjoy and I thought was uh, easy for a lot of people in their youth in the what, 50s, 60s, whatever Spider Man started uh, to I think 70s to, man to um. Uh, to, to look up to Peter Parker because he was smart and he was actually like building these gadgets and they didn't necessarily work all the time and he would run out of webbing, you know, and like uh, have to improvise. And so I kind of, this is rough, but like I, I kind of like that, that he's forcing himself to use these things to, you know, like, does this work? You know, like how, how good are these? 1962, 1962. for Spidey. Dang, yeah. dude. I always think of him as a more modern superhero. 1294 is when Spider-Man started. I see your point, um, but I, I just can't but it's rough. That. It's rough. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. reaching. Small, yeah. <laughs> it's a small nitpick. Sorry to hone in on it sure. anyway. Yeah, well, I mean... And they don't force you to do it. Yeah, you yeah. can totally... Yeah, I played that demo like six times during E3, and mm-hmm. like you can just... What did you do the other times, it. dude? What do you do in Spider-Man? Uh, I mean, one time I just webbed. I literally did not do any activity and just like, try <laughs> to get around. as fast as I can. One time I like went to... Because it, it wasn't the entire uh, island of Manhattan. It was just like a boxed-out area, and so I like went to the very top of it and then like tried to race across the longest stretch of distance of that map as fast as I possibly could. Did you have fun just doing that? Oh, yeah, because it was like... You know, like in, even in Spider-Man 2, as good as I got at that game, I would inevitably like slam into a building and be like, ah, oh, okay, and slide down and then have to jump up and get going. And so it was good to just have a continuous chain like no interruptions I'm going as fast as I want to you know total control the whole time you don't run out of webbing right I don't Ugh. think that happens in this character I no, don't think no, so no. No. I love that please don't make me worry about webbing yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that uh, what'd you do the other times Jones um, well, the first time I, I, I did the whole thing uh, up to the, the shocker battle. One so time, story, one time I specifically story. did all the other tiny objectives. One time I specifically focused on combat. I tried to do all those other gadgets and, and get better at it. Because I would, every time I went up to play the demo, I was watching someone play it first. And then if no one was around, like, I want to, you know, jump in and play it after them. And I would see them do something. Like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Or like, oh, that activity. They would find a little, like, Osborne lab and go in and get upgrades. and like. Oh, Whoa, what? Hold on. What's this? Yeah, you find little Osborne. Yeah. You know, things on the temporary map. laboratories yeah. on top of rooftops and that's how you get new skills and upgrade stuff would you upgrade uh it was like Web one power. yeah it was like one of something so I, I had to get so many of them Got to upgrade it. so it was just, just cool checking longer the, stun checking the duration yeah yeah for the reach i mean that's the type of like it's like when i played final fantasy 15 it's like okay world's open 
I'm not moving the story forward an inch yeah. before I just go through everything. That kind of stuff is deadly for me. Like yeah. In a lot of open world games, the story can come to a complete halt for days. That's yeah. why Vampire took me 45 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and again, that's what I hope from Ghost of Tsushima is just like, just like I don't want to progress the story. Please don't make those days go by. I just like want to go do everything. Yeah, it, it's always for me though. If there's just too much, I get annoyed at it. It looked if, like there was a if lot. There's dude. just too much. There like Assassin's Creed Origin. Yeah, the developers Way said have no fear. That I talked to at E3. Okay. Why? Why should I have no fear? He's like, just not too much. That's what he said. I he, think that's an important thing. He was, he was watching. Out. He was watching, and he uh-huh. saw me like concerned about it because okay. that does that stuff does overwhelm me. Yeah. He's like, don't worry. There's not too much. I promise. So okay. I'm gonna trust him. All right. Well, the other thing yeah. too is like you think of Assassin's Creed, and it's like, where is that thing I gotta get? And then you like go over, and then just like climb up the building to try to get it, and then just like run over and like maybe fight a couple people. And Spider Man, like you can get there in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, so if like <laughs> yeah. just in an afternoon, you're like, oh, I'll just play there half an hour. I don't want to do story missions. I'll just collect all those little things. Like, the act of getting there is fun. The act of doing it is fun. You know, like, I just, yeah. That's just a, a very easy, fun, quick w- world to explore. Uh, and I'll say this. One thing that I actually didn't, uh, uh, one of the grievances that I had, very small, but about the Arkham series, is how heavy of a slant they had in each of those installments toward one villain. That you were just kind of like, all right, this next chapter of Batman is going to be very focused on this one guy. Everyone else is a side quest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that I got a clear message from that E3 gameplay that they had uh, in the Sony press conference of like, get ready for everybody. You know, like if we, you know, we want to throw everyone at you. I don't oh. know how much screen time a lot of them are going to get. Yeah. But I love that you can't really put your finger on who who are we really focusing on here, you know, at the end of the day. Obviously, there was the mystery. Him. Um, him. Yeah. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I think that's interesting to me. That, yeah. Like, the, you, you get the vibe. I think Rocksteady knew after the success of that first one, like, oh, cool, we probably got two or three or more of these. Whereas it feels like Insomniac's like, let's just do it now. You know, we can bring all these villains back in a Spider-Man 2 if we get to do that later on. But, like, let's take advantage of this opportunity and just say yes to everything. Jones, that was kind of my dream of a Spider-Man game whenever, whenever anyone would ask me. is basically a Shadow of the Colossus, but for Spider-Man. You just gotta kill twelve bad guys. Not kill them, but but fight. Beat Subdue up them. Twelve boss fights. Like I don't like doing thugs. I don't like going to a rooftop where a bunch of thugs with guns are hanging out for no reason. You know what I mean? Like that's not what I'm really interested in doing as a superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, like it, it is exciting that they They're have guarding those bosses though. You gotta <laughs> work your way Ooh. through them, Kyle. What? Are they? No, it's just some fist guys on top of a roof. What are you doing, take those dudes? Thugs out. I do, and then I just get experience points for using three uh, spider mines. When I was playing, I saw some dudes like robbing a store or something like that, which yeah, is cool. cool. But yeah. like. Just dudes hanging on a roof. He's like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> what? what are you guys doing? Maybe it's for the demo." Yeah, I mean, it was a demo, so who knows? But that said, this is this is this is a a video game that's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Where do we? How much do we desire this game? I would put this right behind Red Dead for me personally. You're saying top five? I, this would be my number five. I agree. Brad, Ooh, is this a Spider-Man top five? Was like the second best game I played at E3. Period. There's so down. many other games in this list that I think are just pushing our industry forward much more than Spider-Man is, but Spider-Man to me is just such a win from a developer approaching a franchise, knowing what people would want that would be excited for that and delivering. Mm-hmm. And that's what's just so exciting. Um, it. It's just well, a good decision jobs. after good decision. Still after more good excited decision. for Sekiro. Sekiro is our number six. Yeah. You're more excited about Sekiro than Spider-Man. I guess yes. I can see it. I can yes, see an argument, but what about these two over there? I mean, they seem more excited about Spider-Man. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, 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 no. I don't know, dude. Sekiro? So we have Cyberpunk in the mix here, too. Mm-hmm. 
Like a game where we get to be Spider-Man or this a game is, where we get to be V? Which one are we more excited about? Think about this, Huber. Think of how we, we've had, and this is not an attack on From Software because mm-hmm. th- those people can mm-hmm. do some lore and some pretty heavy, dramatic storytelling. But we don't really know what that story is in Sekiro. You know, we don't really know. Like, we, ha- we haven't Swords had any kind of setup. Clashing. Of what, right. That's the gameplay philosophy. Wait, there's yeah. a little girl. There's a little girl involved. I think it's a boy. <laughs> oh, okay. Do I want web slinging or swords clashing? It's a tough pick. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's got to make a call, man. we got to put a number next it's, to this. Otherwise, so what's the point? It's two months away. My desire is turning my insides for this game. Yeah, I'm just I think so, that, like, that's a really good If point. we revisit the desire index a couple months down the road, it's not going to be on the list anymore. Because right. it, it yeah. came out. You know, yeah. but we're just this game is just hot, hot sure. coal in my hands. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. How about, do we put it above Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk, like, <gasps> if, if we put it below is Cyberpunk, five? it doesn't crack five. Right. So Cyberpunk's number five. Spider-Man being this high is blowing my mind. Huber said it's the second best game he played at E3. Straight up. <sighs> Polish, refinement. Mm-hmm. Yes. Open world. Yep. This, again, <laughs> it doesn't feel like necessarily, like Jones said so perfectly, it doesn't feel like pushing the industry forward. It just feels like an extremely solid, mm-hmm. solid video game. Yeah, I'm yeah. very I'm, impressed. I'm okay with it behind Such Cyberpunk. quality. Okay. Yeah, because t- they're both city games, and damn that city in Cyberpunk. I'll tell you another wow, thing wow, I was wow. a little taken aback by uh, watching uh, Spider-Man is the bad guys going, I've got you now, Spider-Man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's that kind of game. Okay. You know, so it's like, okay, yeah. we're going a little silly. We're going a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, so, of course. You little know, 1962 on you, that. You see that bustling city in Cyberpunk. You see like how intricate all of those animations are, the, the life that you can feel, the day-to-day activities that are so apparent just glancing out on that city. Whereas like you hit ground level in Spider-Man and it's like, I have a briefcase. You know, like there's not, it's just not a lot of like, whoa, you know, look at Central Park. Ah, I love the high fives. Uh, that, yeah. They're, they're uh, fun. That's great. Yeah. What's Iron up? Spider pre-order bonus, and for that reason, Sekiro's above it. Okay, all right. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, above it now? I think so. So we're, you're putting this Spider Man at number seven? Number six. Number okay. seven? I don't Come know. On. Come on. What do you think, Ian? Oh, don't ask Ian about Spider Man. It's like number 13. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm, will, I'm willing to bump it. Ian, do you like Spider Man Homecoming? Spider Man Homecoming is great. Yeah, this like game... Spider-Man comics or the Spider-Man hero. Yeah, yeah. This game just looks like Batman, and I didn't like those. It doesn't yeah, look like Batman. Barking up the wrong tree. It doesn't even look close to Batman. It looks. It's in the daytime, first of all. It's Dude, like <laughs> it's like daytime Sunshine. Batman. Combat revolutionary. Like Batman. It's like the exact same combat. Ba- as Batman. Batman wishes he could hop up in the air, shoot webs all over the place. Just it's just it a different familiar. coat of paint on the same shades. hog. Okay, it sounds, but it's not a bad thing. It sounds like I'm putting Spider-Man at number seven or six. Hubert, it's up to you, dude. It's not up to me. It's up You're to the you. only one who has the power. Why me? Everybody shut up. <gasps> Number six. Boom. Wow. It's waiting for that. Yep, that's a good use of that. I thought it was coming. Did you like that? Sounds like it's podcast halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of July. Mind Seize. A 2D action-adventure game set in a sci-fi universe where you must explore untamed planets and stop a mysterious organization that stole the mind of your daughter. Oh, so Seize doesn't take. Go to MindSeizeGame.com to support the development and download a free demo. Spell Seize. Spell Seize. Seize, yeah, like uh, S-I-E-Z-E. Seize the day. 
Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Ikeelis. Ikeelis.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. L. Fanis. Mango. And our mega sponsor, Hoag Law, business law firm, would like to use our slot this week for a special message. Sometimes... Good people lose their jobs, whether as part of restructuring, redundancy, or for no other reason of their own. Unfortunately, that same fate has befallen a noted friend of Easy Allies, the Hashtagonist. This week putting him in the unenviable position of starting anew at level one. Hashtagonist is an expert in business management and regulatory infrastructure, and has authored game and pop culture articles in noted periodicals both in the U.S. and in Canada, from which he currently hails. He is also a proud creator and operator of his own video podcast on Patreon, a podcast on which both I, Brandon Jones, and Rick Hogue of Hogue Law have appeared. Please consider supporting him at patreon.com slash the hashtagonist during this time or reaching out to him on Twitter at the hashtagonist if you have any leads on job possibilities or just consider following him. He's a funny fellow and your timeline will be improved by his presence. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Good guy, hope. Important to mm-hmm. note, uh, the hashtag us on Twitter, that last, uh, the only O, the hashtag GoNist, that O is a number zero, not the O. That's incredibly important, Super Super important. Put that number zero in there mm-hmm. for the O and the hashtagonist. But uh, props to Hoag yeah. for his little shout-out to the mm-hmm. hashtagonist. Nice. What's up, get... Brad? I said nice. Hoping a friend out. You were, like, sighing before the nice. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> I was nodding. He's probably oh, breathing. Kyle, don't I was nice. nodding. Oh, He's probably on. breathing. Producer Kyle trying to yeah. stir the pot, trying yeah, to get ratings. throwing gas on a yeah. non-situation. Trying to get Here ratings. we go. You guys got to fight. <laughs> yep. For the ratings. Yeah. I mean, I I gave Damiani a script last week. Those were, that was all for the ratings. Uh, lost ten thousand views. I want to fit two more games. In, I want to fit two more games in here. One of these better be one I have in mind. What do you have in mind? Let's do it. Dragon Quest Eleven. It was not that. But let's do it. Put it in. Where are we putting this? Number three. Uh, well, I mean, no, 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 we don't start. I get it right. I did ask. So this is a Dragon Quest game. Dragon Quest not very popular in the U.S. I'm playing it. Are you playing this? I'll play this. No oh, way, yeah. Jones. Oh, You're ready. not playing this. That's You're not playing this. That's a victory. Yeah, that's a victory. That's a victory, that's a victory that. baby. Boom. Lock yes. it in. Why are you playing this? Because yes. I like turn-based RPGs. They're a blast. And I love turn-based RPGs, That, uh, which is why I think this shouldn't be super high on the list. Because Uh-oh. I think it is... I think it is... Hold on. Jeez, man. No, no, no. <laughs> You're betraying Just us before down, you even right? get to your points. Uh, well, we talk about Kingdom Hearts 3, the culmination. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is not a culmination. Each one of these games is its own thing. Uh, every now and then, I just need a cool glass of RPG water. Just something <laughs> that is just tried and true. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a hero that uh, doesn't understand their legacy. They have a mysterious past that they're discovering. You know, in the trailer, he goes to prison, meets a thief. You know, you meet your, the mage later, who's your healer. It's just like, it, it, it's, it's so jolly and reminds me of so many things over my development as a gamer over the years that I've come to just love about role-playing games. Um, but you and, haven't played uh, any other Dragon Quest games. 
Uh, not I, a one. Builders, but yeah. You're and as Dragon, Dragon Warrior, I mean, back in the, back in uh, the NES days. Jones, both of those count, actually. That's interesting to me. Um, why is this one different? I guess what's cool about this, this, the narrative of this to me, outside of the game itself, mm-hmm. is Square Enix putting a lot of budget behind a Dragon Quest game. Because... I know people say uh, uh, 10's good, 10 is an online game. I know people say 9 is good, 9 is a Nintendo DS game. Uh, it doesn't doesn't feel like a full... I know you're saying right now, hey, it's one of the best. It doesn't feel like a fully fledged, full mm-hmm. effort yeah. Dragon Quest game. This is game. what we've been waiting for since 8 on PS2, which yes. was like 2004. Four yeah. Five. It feels like Four. a team working as hard as they possibly could to bring Dragon Quest into a realized world. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like they have to reel back mm-hmm. because of limitations or anything. It's like, let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just blow it up. I think it's easy to write off like that it's on PS4. Like, people are taking that for granted, I feel like. Yes. You know? Like, it's on PS4, it's next gen, or like current gen, you know, and, and to be able to explore the the Dragon Quest world in HD, good-looking yeah. graphics, you know, something like I haven't been able to do. Ten never came here. It's a beautiful-looking yeah. game. You know? Yeah, it is. So, I, like, that... Thank you. That, I forgot Ten never even came yeah, here. Yeah, never got it. Access yep. to that. So yeah. that that just gets me really, really excited. Mm-hmm. You know, because the last time I really feel like I've been a part of the Dragon Quest world was eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just gonna feel really nice. To, yeah, we've to played hop it. Back in. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so feels great. Looks mm-hmm. great. Uh, I did forget to mention that there was in Japan at least simultaneously a 3DS version. Yeah, we so are not possibly they had to design mm-hmm. both with in conjunction with each yes. other. We're uh, not getting the Switch version. It. Straight away. Yeah, who knows when that'll come. There's a lot yeah, of... Uh, nobody's weird. getting that version soon. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, does it at any point look like a game? It's like, oh, what, they also had to make a 3DS version of this? Do they have to make one? Is you're saying it's the vision compromise. It's the vision compromise. No, is it, like, it doesn't seem like it. Oh, how would they translate this to 3DS? So it doesn't to, like, seem like it. Okay, cool. From what I've played. Yeah. This is my most anticipated game of the year. Of this year. You're putting this okay. above Kingdom Hearts, Brad? That's not this year. Oh, sure. Nice try. <laughs> that is January 25th. Sekiro's correct. not this correct. year. Correct. Correct. Nice try. Correct, correct. <laughs> he was prepared. Uh, so, so it's above... It's above Red Dead, for me. This is above Red Dead. For me, this it is, is. Okay. All right, Brad. This is what I've been waiting for for a long time, dude. It's, it's already out, way. dude. If you just learned I bet Japanese. Red Dead will be a better... <laughs> If you love this that much, you would just no. But we Japanese. get the we get the English voice acting. Mm-hmm. We get uh, we get a harder difficulty. A harder difficulty was actually really important to me. I I feel like you're gonna play this on hard. I think so. I really am. I think the the balance. I was like reading into this recently. Actually, uh, there's something about not being able to grind lower level enemies, and that's kind of it's called like draconic quest, and you can't gain XP off. Off lower level enemies, so oh, it like forces that. you to do some side quests, maybe Absolutely. or go into dangerous zones and fight monsters that way. Yeah, uh, I think that's cool. Guided that's, metal uh, slimes, the no. anti-Jones system. I'm gonna grind the hell out of this game. I know, and they're gonna stop you, dude. They're gonna say, "Okay, if he, Jones, well, if he move plays on. on that difficulty, I'm, I'm not gonna play the Dragon." <laughs> you don't have to. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have to. Yeah. You don't have to. You play normal. Yeah, just well, play I, I, I don't have a lot of experience <laughs> with Dragon Quest, so I just oh, I sure, want yeah, the, I want the neutral experience. You know what? It's fine. I'm gonna play on normal too. I play on normal as well. I want this game to be cozy. I want this yeah. to be a game that yes. I play for months and months. It's and gonna months, be you know, just keep coming back to put in an hour every now and then. I don't want Jones cursing out the bosses, you know. So let's just have a good time. <laughs> Difficulty spikes, dude. JRPGs. Oh, the bosses. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a bit of um, Seven. They re-released Seven on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
I might even play normal, dude. I want to hear. I want to hear about it first. You know, I don't want to get into some situation where I'm like, can't beat that boss. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So can't go grind. Nowhere to grind. Oh, you know yeah. what? I played a little bit of seven. I played seven at uh, PAX on 3DS. Yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah. That's a good looking game too. Actually, it's yeah. a pretty cool looking game. But uh, the thing about it is, seven is like a let's, let's visit a little island and let's learn about their story mm-hmm. and then let's close that little storybook and yeah. move on to the next little island. And then we learn their story, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna close that little book. And it's just a, like a lot of that. It's like a lot of just like yeah, the stories are very good, but to me, like it lacks a cohesion, it, it, it lacks an escalation mm-hmm. in a way. Um, I fear that. Well, is there game. like a eight story that carries is through? Not though, like that. Only sort of, Brad. It's it's kind of like that story is almost I irrelevant. Mean, to the eight, new there is a through. main story, but yeah. there's little stories here and there from where you go. I mean, like mm-hmm. every RPG has, but there is definitely an important main story in eight. Mm-hmm. And, and you, this looks like this is in 11 for what we've seen, too. Okay. What shocks me is that this is not your number one, Kyle Bossman. Honestly. It shocks me to the core. Because you always, we always have conversations about you loving RPGs, JRPGs. Yep. Yep. Loving adventures. Hubert. Dragon Quest, to me, has been, like, the number one quintessential playing a video game going on an adventure. I just feel like this <laughs> game is going to, like, it's going to just eat Kingdom Hearts' butt. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be better? No, it's going to be worse. Oh, it's it's going to have to They're that completely butt. different they're so games. Different. They're so <laughs> different. <laughs> just because they're both Japanese RPGs, they could still be really different. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel, I feel like, I feel like Huber, it's going to be a jolly time. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. I just, I don't think I'm going to be challenged. Invested. Yeah. Challenged? What about the, yeah. what like, mean? old, what about the old, yeah, the like, old merchant dude? brawler You're guy? You're so in for the old guy. Yeah. By challenge, I mean, I mean, like, oh, I didn't see that coming. I, this is unexpected. You know what I mean? Like had, that kind of thing. It had some little few things here and there. Yeah. 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 What do you put in this game, Huber? Come on. What's your number? I'm putting it behind Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. For sure. So For me personally. It's not going to be any higher than 4 is what we're saying. No, I didn't expect it to be. Do we put it higher than Cyberpunk's 2077? <laughs> There's no way. Please. Cyberpunk is still, like, mythical, though. In a negative way. It's we're still out, so... Hey, we're I would put three. it... <sighs> We still have some people could use their everybody. And I'm, I'm also thinking about the allies that are not here. Don't think about that. Ben Moore would want this like top three. I don't think sure. so. I don't think he would. Ben Moore is unpredictable. Yeah, you can't play that card with Ben. Right. Dragon Quest? Anytime there's a game Ben should like, he, he you know, he likes every game. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not fair to like pin any game on <laughs> Ben, sure. I feel like. Bloodworth, Don't pin that game on me. Blood and Ben, <laughs> I think, are putting this really high. I think Bloodworth would not. Like, I think he would be tempered. His desire is temperable. He brought Dragon he, Quest VIII to Hall of Grace. Grace. Yeah. He brought that strategically. It's one of his favorite soundtracks of all time, dude, mm-hmm. this franchise. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be highly down on this soundtrack. But there is True, also... True, no, no orchestral, Ian. That's a good point. Yeah. Blood knows, loves nothing more than cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk right. would be number one every week if Blood was CD Project Red week. is like his boy. Yeah. So number six. Boy. Number six right now is Spider-Man. That got bumped for uh, for Dragon Quest. Really think Dragon Quest is going to be more exciting than Spider-Man? More enthralling? For me, yeah. You're going to have a better time just wandering on theater fields and just slinging web? Yeah. Is Spider-Man out there making emotional connections with, like, no, villagers and townspeople? No, it is. He does have fives. I hope... You a high, high five, five is not, Quest. like, going into a village and being like, yo, I'm going to... I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna like get you water because your creek is. Clogged. I wish it was that. No, it's gonna be like I'm gonna go kill ten wolves in the woods. Everyone, <laughs> shut up. Oh, put it as number nine. Nine. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. 
Whoa. Top 10. Whoa. Shocking. Shock. I'm so shook right I'm, now. I'm shaking. To the sure. core. What's the top 10? It's so hard yeah, to what's our objective? So I, control, think, I think Brad just completed the objective. Control right just there. moved. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, I know. Uh, hone your skills. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, that was so, a skillful placement. So Good control Lord. just moved to number 10. Devil May Cry 5 moved out of the <laughs> top 10. It really, I was thinking about that for a long time. Brad just wants to go home. I mean, that's really what's going on. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not so. what it is. I mean, no. He could have put it anywhere. He could have put it at 5 or 6. This was a strategic pick. Yeah. That's a good move. That was a strategic move. I'm looking at this list and these are all extremely quality video games. Yeah. And I'm thinking about it comparing to every other game. Right. Yeah. Like, for me, it's like, I'm really excited for this game this year, but I also understand all these other games that are a part of this. Removing yourself from the Correct. Hype. It's not necessarily just my selfish opinion, because if it was, it would be, like, way up there. Mm-hmm. Good on you, Brad. Good Perhaps. on you, Brad. Well done. All right. I'm gonna the, one now, last game. Now Ben and Blutter. One last that, game uh, is getting in. Run through the top ten not here. real quick. I'll do it right after the last game. I'll do it right after <laughs> the last game. Um, one one comment I got Ian is that I'm just counting off game, a list of games too many times, so I'm trying to reduce that. Um, That's a bad comment. <laughs> we need the context. Uh, I'll give you the top five right now, which is uh, Cyberpunk 2077, Red Dead Redemption 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, Last of Us Part 2, and Resident Evil 2 Remake. Hebrew, hanging on to that one. Hanging on to that one and two I mean, just, slot. just uh, officially, Remake oh, yeah. is not a part of the title. It's just called Resident Evil 2. Really? Yeah. I've been calling it that constantly. I've never seen Remake added to that title anywhere. You just so say I need it to... for clarification. Sure, sure, but it's like God of War. I'll, I'll, I'll adapt it. I'll, I'll learn 2? to say Resident Evil 2. It'll be, cool. yeah. Gears of War 5 I want to talk about. Okay. Because this was a tricky one to slot, you know? Yes. This is a weird one to slot. So, Gears of War 5 was not officially announced before E3. We had the announcement. We saw a story-heavy scene before I would say we saw the trailer. We saw a scene in which, man, I do not know the characters' names. Kate. Kate, Kate I believe, Kate. is the character, the central character this time. Yeah. I do not know the the character that she is with on her adventure, but uh, and it's C A I T. I remember somebody correcting someone else the spelling. Sure, of like Caitlin, but shorter. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'd be Kate. They're they're, they're uh, doubting her. She's got a little uh, little brumac coin around her neck. And they're like, hey, whose side are you on? And so it was sort of like a, a scene played for drama. Um, locust, excuse me. Brumac is locust, but she, yes. had, she had a little locust pendant. It's like, nah, this is my grandma's. Anyway, uh, <laughs> did that impact you? It made me more... that The E3 Gears of War presentation made me more interested in Gears of War because Gears of War 4 made me less interested in the franchise. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. We talked about it a lot. Like, to what would get us interested in a new yeah. Gears game? To me right now, there's ne- there was before that, there was negative momentum mm-hmm. for the franchise for me personally. Yeah. Five course corrected, and now I have positive momentum Why? going in. Because of that scene or because of the trailer Yeah, and the trailer, the trailer after mm-hmm. uh, showed some good grounded combat, new stuff, you know? She's out there with, like, an ice ship cruising through Not just she was windsurfing man yeah <laughs> that's like on the ice though windsurfing right? on ice yeah, yeah it was so what weird. i mean yeah no i mean that's just to me that was absurd that that machine but, but it, it looked interesting visually sure. interesting yeah. okay i see what you're yeah, saying yeah, sure was the i don't Not remember what you would expect was no. there a kite up far above her or was it just yeah like, yeah yeah it's actually she was actually windsurfing wind that's it well that's it windsurfing is different than kiteboarding Oh, maybe she was kiteboarding on ice? Yeah, snow, snow kiting is a she? thing. Like, that's a real thing. 
not being pulled by snow. Like, no. The, what we saw of Gears of War 5 is not a real thing. She was going through some ice. That's what I'm asking. Is she on a device? Is it a kite far above her, or is it, like, just strapped to her board? I think I'd, Final Fantasy 2 has a boat you go, you take on ice that has, like, a little... Yeah. Oh, I mean, I got to allow it. It's fantasy, right? Um, Ian, I think it was only, like, 10 feet above her. Um, That's but, snow kiting, baby. Okay. All right. Now I got to Google snow kiting when I get home. Uh... Huber, I'm really surprised it impacted you so much. Only because 4, to me, set the bar so low. Mm-hmm. I really did not enjoy Gears of War 4. I'm sorry. I really love 1 through 3. Yeah, but 5 turned it around. I'm curious. Yeah. I want to know more about that. Just visually. I, it thought can't it was, be... I thought it was a visually appealing trailer. I thought they showed some good... The combat looked cool. The locations. Uh, some of the monsters. There's like a weird like tongue thing, I remember, right? It's like some like plant-based... Unless I'm imagining this, I remember I'm, like a, I'm, I'm positive you're not imagining it. I remember but, some weird monster in like a furnace-looking room that looked cool. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think the locations were not, no Ian, then not that. Ian, Ian has brought up an image of somebody on a snowboard with a kite, not that. Um. And I like the idea of a character like all like your group is supposed to go somewhere because it's like really urgent, and she's like no. I gotta take care of something, you know. She's on her own personal mission. I love that stuff. Personal missions within a larger mission. Mm-hmm. I like that narrative framing. Yeah, it's nothing new, but I enjoy it. Yeah, and it looks like uh, Papa Phoenix and Phoenix Junior are gonna be hanging out on the other mission. Mm-hmm. They they have their own path to take on. Yeah, that you'll play on. Yeah, I mean, something He's DLC. Got a crazy beard or... now. I think Things honestly, it, you know, gears are always shown like gameplay first. Maybe judgment is incorrect. Maybe I shouldn't be able to say that, but. I think it was an interesting direction to say, here's our story first. Mm-hmm. And as Hubert just said, I think it set up a clear expectation for where the plot's going mm-hmm. in that tiny scene, in that two or three minute scene. You have a pretty clear idea of what's happening. You know, Jones called her the main character. Um, I do think it's going to be more split Jones, but she was the main character of that scene. Mm-hmm. She was the focus of that scene, you know? Yeah. Um, and the scene at the end, right? Which is like a total misdirect. It's like, she's not going to shoot him. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a direction. It was a direction to take, right? It was a, it was, it was a choice. Brad, where do you fall on Gears of War 5? Um, it looked more interesting to me than 4. Um, but still, from what it's competing with, I would not do a top 10. Sure. Right, with what we have in there. Uh, I should have a release date of 2019. Halo Infinite above Gears of War 5. Easily, there's a, dude. There's a question. Easily. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The idea of Infinite, whatever we saw, excited yeah. me a, a bit more. Yeah. Okay. So then we're looking at, shoot, Halo... We we added a lot of games this week because yes. Halo Infinite is fourteen right oh, now. Oh, we're at like fifteen, sixteen then. Yeah. Oh, and just again, title correction. I think it's Gears Five. I think that is the official title. Just Gears of this Five. Game. No way. I think Ferguson doubled down on it. I think McCaffrey like actually pointedly asked. It might have been Phil or uh, yeah. I think it was Ferguson. Like specifically was like, wait a minute. And he, and and they were like, yeah, we're 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 splintering gears off in many directions. We have the the Funko Pop game. We have Gears Pop. Uh, and then the Gears something Pop. tactics something the RTS gears, gears tactics. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's Gears Pop. Gears Tactics, Gears 5, you know. Um, that you can consider the franchise Gears of War, but I believe if you were to look this game up on Amazon, it's called Gears 5. Gears 5. Okay, you Wait, know what? I'm awaiting that correction. I just no, no, they're that. simplifying their branding. I, I was thinking about whether I'm into it or not, and I think I'm okay with it. I think that it actually is the right way to go. Gears of Definitely War. won't be called Gears of War 5. Yeah. So Ian pulled up an IGN article, uh, and very quickly, by the way, and yeah, uh, Jones, yeah, you're totally correct. That is called Gears 5. Hmm. Gets away from the G.O.W. God of War comparison there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
you know, and everybody just calls it Gears anyway. Yeah, play Gears. Hey, you want to play Gears after school? You do. Yeah, you say Gears. Yeah, yeah, Gears Five. I'm cool with it. I'm I'm cool with with that. You know what I mean? Being five? No, called Gears. Oh yeah, it's almost a better title. Sure. Than Gears of War. Mm -hmm. Okay. I like it. All right. I think I'm in favor. Okay. But we got to slate it into our index. Mm. 15. I, so I need to 15. know how much we desire. I'm cool with 15. So mm-hmm. 15 would put it above Fallout 76. E- I'm so intrigued by Fallout 76. I'm like unhealthily yeah, curious. I'm like, really? I'm, I'm super into 76. I am. Yeah. All right. Then what about 16? So 16 is Skull and Bones. I'm way into that. I love Skull and Bones. Okay. <laughs> Skull and Bones is above this. What about uh, Team Song Racing? Yeah, then. Oh, yeah, 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 right yeah, there. Yeah, there right there. I think that was pretty clear. There was like a yeah. clear floor right Bullseye. there. Bullseye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Team Sonic Racing moves down again. Now, by the way, Ben worked so hard to get that high up on the list. Oh, and sorry, each week ben. after, it just keeps sinking and sinking. That was sorry, his final sorry. word. Gears 5. And so, yeah, we're going to do our best to put up a graphic on the screen right now to viewers. Listeners, listen up. If you're driving, just use your imagination. Mm -hmm. If you're just on the bus, get some scratch paper out, grab a pen. (laughs) Here is what the Easy Eyes Desire Index looks like currently. At number 22. Do you remember? Whatever below Babylon's uh, fall is. Oh, Pokemon. It's Pokemon. Pokemon Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu is our least desired game in the index. So I think it helps you with the framework, you know? It helps you. It helps you gauge that. I'm okay with it. You're on Amazon.com. You're gonna see like Pokemon. Let's go. Oh, I should check the index. I should see where that is. 22. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll pass on this. Maybe yeah, jeez. <laughs> Climb the ladder a little bit. Yeah. Hey. I think you know. You know. You know. You if know. You if you want that game it, or not? You, you know. At this point, you absolutely do. Uh, next up is Black Ops 4. That's 21. Uh, number 20, Babylon's Fall. That's oh, correct. That pleases yep. me. Babylon's Fall above Black Ops is. Yeah. Babylon's Fall is developed Hilarious. by Platinum. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on. You buy that game, it's probably complete. <laughs> probably. Yes. <laughs> you can look. Black Ops Four is complete. It's just a matter of how much you want to immerse yourself. True. Here. Yeah. Yes. True. You want to True. dip your toe or be fully immersed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm really mad about that. That yeah, language, I'm man. I'm triggered. Ooh. Next up, Elder Scrolls Six, number nineteen. Uh, Team Sonic Racing number 18 number 17 Gears 5 number 16 Skull and Bones number 15 Fallout 76 number 14 Halo Infinite number 15 sorry 13 13 13, Anthem number 12 Super Smash Bros Ultimate by the way we got a lot of comments not happy about that oh yeah for sure Smash is outside of top 10 for sure we're cool with it it could be higher I mean hey we could do it right now yeah you could use your I I mean what the we problem cut? is, right above that I is gotta, fu- uh, Devil May Cry 5. I don't want, I gotta, gotta always think about Ian, though, too. Ian doesn't really want to smash that high up. Too I'm many buttons. It, get, email me this list. I'm just gonna order my own <laughs> later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll get an Ian index. <laughs> which will also be like a little button on Amazon. Just like, all right, let me check yeah. the Ian index. <laughs> <laughs> so Devil May Cry 5 is right above that. You kind of understand it. Once you talk about what's above Smash, it's you like crazy. Like Devil May Cry 5 is going to be awesome. And yes. It's number 11. It's crazy. Yeah. Number 10, Control. Mm-hmm. Control's a little high. Gotta say, a little high. Remedy. Number 9. Control's a little low. Dragon Quest 11. Number 8, Ghost to Tsushima. Mm. Number 7, Sekiro. Shadows Die Twice. Number six, Marvel's Spider-Man. Number five, Cyberpunk 2077. Number four, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. Number three, Kingdom Hearts 3. 
number two, The Last of Us Part Two, and number one, Resident Evil Two. It's so rad to me that no one's even arguing about the top two. I love it. Yeah, I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Lock it. Yeah, it's weird. It is, that Bolt is weird. It shut. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't fight about The Last of Us Part Two too much. It's I'm just, glad. I guess just because they had a good gameplay demo, you think Very that's what happy. that is? I hope so. I've watched it like three times. It's yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Have you watched it three times? Yeah. yeah, man. You know what I'm most excited about is the dodge button. To me, yeah. that's the most like exciting new gameplay element, which I realize is ridiculous, but I guess the way it's animated is so unique. It's not a dodge roll, right? Like Dark Souls looks ridiculous. Yeah, you're not rolling. Like yeah. in uh, Uncharted, you could dodge. Is it like the square, square, triangle, like the? Oh, in combat. Yeah, when it's, yeah. when it's hand-to-hand combat. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised yeah. if that carries over. Just you wait. Mm-hmm. Just you wait, Kyle, till Ellie gets the dark wood grain ring, and then she's just like she's just flipping, flipping everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Oh yeah, hey, I, it looks ridiculous. I love Dark Souls rolls. Mm-hmm. That's such a fun do thing you to like do in a video game. The Bloodborne dodge or the Dark Souls rolls more? To me, they're the same. Uh, right, you you have iframes in both of them. Correct. Yeah, to me, it's like mechanically the same. Bloodborne it doesn't is. have different speeds though. Really. Right. Oh, and d- depending on your like your encumbrance. But if you are not locked on and you dodge, you do roll in Bloodborne. But if you're locked on, you do the side dodge or Off whatever. That side dodge. Oh, you do I not. I think roll. it changes by weapon. No. The Blades of Mercy, you sidestep a lot. If you're locked on, you do. You oh, should also yeah, yeah. know I almost never lock on in Dark Souls so you're or rolling. Bloodborne. So you're rolling. Yeah, I'm rolling. That's uh, those are pro strats, Kyle. Huh. That pleases that me. Was, that was a happy moment when I, I I stopped locking on and was like, yeah, and when I was playing Bloodborne. Yeah. I was dodging a lot. Felt good. Do you think we'll see uh, the Last of Us trailer from new angles? No. Like, showing the how dynamic it is? Like oh, going like, through that you mean combat, that gameplay session? Like, going through that part again, but doing it differently? Do you ever Gamescom think or something? That'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Or just, just to, like, hey, we, we're holding the controller right now. Let's do yeah. this. Let's maybe. play. Yeah. Just play to again. show people and give you a better idea of, like, really so how right, much you can't be is... like, is that scripted right there? Yeah. yeah. Like, I want I want to see desperately that exact same encounter, but differently. And know? somebody just doing really well. Because, like, the yeah. part when she runs into the grass and then under the car, yeah. the like, enemies are having a conversation and, like, another guy gets sent somewhere else. It's like, what if she didn't hide in those bushes? What yeah. happens? What if What if she didn't get spotted by the, yeah, by the girl coming by the down? Cars, like, yeah. yeah. I want to know. You know, it's funny. I had to watch. Uh, I had to watch the Tomb Raider demo so many times because it was in the Square Enix press conference and tied to a bet that Don made. Uh, the uh, the bad guys having the conversations are like so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> they say the same thing twice in five seconds. Just yep. something about like, oh, we have her friend. I forget her friend's name. Like, yeah. we have him. And then like three seconds later, yeah, we have him. Give me a sit rep. Yeah. Oh, sit rep. I realized different Was that one of your pet peeves? Different yeah. Yeah. Sit rep. Well, that's not pet peeves. I love sit rep. No, he is sit rep. Why is it a pet peeve? Because every game every for a while did it. Every military shooter for like three years was just loaded with sit rep. Sit rep. Yo, give me a sit rep. Are we doing uh, Desire Index next week, too? No saying. Okay. Jones, if it's another, Shadow's not on it. If it's another slow week, then yeah. what's not on it? The game you just talked about, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I um, desire it. And another one that Dreams I really... Dreams isn't on that list. Dreams and um, uh, uh, Death Stranding. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't even know... I don't know what to do with Death Stranding, which is a really interesting Battle conversation. Is not on that list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Jones. We might have another week. So yes. a lot of games. never get easy, yeah. man. Days Gone is not on that list. There's a lot of... Oh, yeah. We got some good, good stuff to put on that. Yeah, Jones. Astrobot. However, it is now time <laughs> for Love and Respect. Love and respect. 
Kyle, is that a day one full playthrough on twitch.tv slash easyalice? No, I don't want to do VR uh, play streams oh, anymore. Yeah, I yeah, can't rechat. Right. I can't rechat, and to me, it's like too weird. Is it a it's day one? It's too uncomfortable to like be by myself. <laughs> you can't like interact I, love, I like yeah. the trust. Yeah. It's a lot of trust, yeah. yeah like you, need, you need a co-pilot. Yeah, yeah I think you do. I, I, Jones, you do it? You do VR streams yeah, solo? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, they're fun. Oh, okay. Hey, Jones might do it. I mean, it. not like all the time. I've yeah. done it once Which game are you talking about? Astrobot. Oh, is that a day one purchase for you, Kyle Bossman? I think so, but I still haven't played through Moss yet. Like oh, Moss yeah, is, you are so into that. Moss is hanging out on the hard drive. Oh. Moss gets priority, but yeah, okay. sure. I also really want to play Astro. Me too. I want to finish Moss. You know what's also hanging on the, the hard drive is the uh, Final Fantasy fishing game. Oh, <laughs> of the deep monsters. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I have a, I have That's a VR. So, I love that you bought that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even buy that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's play a game. You know what? All right, let's play a game. All right. The game's called I have not played that movie game. Okay. Hello, allies. Recently, I've heard some people in the video game community reminiscing on some of the great officially licensed video games that used to always accompany a film release. Hey, like Hotel Transylvania. Uh, who can forget such classics like GoldenEye? Yeah, come on. Spider-Man 2 and that rage-inducing elephant graveyard level of Lion King oh, for the man. Super Nintendo yeah. Genesis. These types of games, however, have all but disappeared in the last few years. Again, just look up Hotel Transylvania. I have created a game for you to see how well the panel remembers which famous films got an officially licensed video game and which ones didn't. This game is called I've Not Played That Movie, and the, and the rules are simple. I will give you a group of four famous movies, and I will, it will be up to you, the panel, to decide which one of these four movies did not. Get a video game. Okay. Okay. Here we Easy. go. Easy. Easy. All right. I'm oh. cocky right now. Oh. Well, all right. Let's see. Here we'll <laughs> cocky. See. When have you ever seen me cocky? And I, and I feel like this is going to be no, good, often. too. Opening Ready. category here. We're going to start easy, okay? Okay. Marvel films. Okay. Oh, boy. Amazing Spider-Man 2. leaving. The Wolverine. Fantastic Four. Rise of the Silver Surfer. Or The Punisher. Wait. Which one got a game? Which one did not? The Punisher? Repeat them one more time. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man 2. The Wolverine. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, and The Punisher. The Wolverine. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm going to look at Huber first for this oh, rest of this game. Oh, wait. The Wolverine Origins. Yeah. Okay. A little sneaky. That's yeah, yeah, what I was thinking sneaky. of. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 okay. okay. I like it. Okay, yes. we're good. <laughs> we got this, guys. Uh, young Adult Films is the next category. Young Adult? <laughs> uh, Aragon. Let's just knock that off. Huber and I have yeah. played it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Memorable. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Okay. The Hunger Games. Okay. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, I guess. I think it's, it's uh, Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Hunger Games is not yeah. a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't okay. the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe on GameCube? I feel like I remember probably. a GameCube box. Oh, I think there was. There's probably like a, a Game Boy Advance version <laughs> yeah. or something. Where's that Hunger Games game? It was a mobile game. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Oh, Fortnite. But there was a game. No, there isn't. <laughs> the, the, the purpose of this game is Hunger Games is the one that had no game. There is a mobile game based on the first Hunger oh, Games. Oh, Jones, I feel like mobile's <laughs> out, yeah. out of the sure, outside I hear, of yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I get what you're saying. The reason they didn't make a console game. I just game don't know what that line was in the wardrobe game. I yeah. guess it's like Game Boy Advance or something? Or? Yeah, yeah. We're talking We're talking console releases, baby. Okay, okay. Disney films, Jones. Show okay. up here. Okay. Right. Right. Show, show up. up. <laughs> the Emperor's New Groove. Ooh. Treasure Planet. Uh-huh. Chicken Little. Uh-huh. Or Sword in the Stone. I can Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Stone. Treasure Planet. So I'll go with that. I'm Sword in the Stone. Sword in the Stone. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Yeah. Come on. Still too old. 
Because if that exists, I'm playing that yeah. tonight. <laughs> we, would, we would have played that. this podcast right now. We would have played that. Yeah, that would have been oh like Brad's God. favorite game growing yeah. up. Yeah. I don't know all that. It'd probably been some sick Capcom <laughs> platform. God, I'm thinking about Infinity. North Sword and Stone Worlds in Kingdom Hearts, but we not do yet. have Merlin. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, but that's the best we've had. Um, For now. Want that that uh, wizard and witch fight, dude? Number yeah. three, desire index. It could, um, sh- it could show up. By the way, I was up. thinking about this recently. Treasure Planet on PC. My cousin had this game, and it's actually a really cool first-person shooter. Oh, I'd love to play that cool. game again. A yeah, first-person nice. shooter. Huh? Yes. Wow. Sounds like an easy update with Ian Hank. No, I'm thinking of Atlantis. Get these two confused all the time. Okay, oh. Treasure Planet and Atlantis. Are different. Atlantis <laughs> has a really cool first-person shooter on PC. Whoa. Treasure Planet can't vouch for. Did okay. Titan AE have a game? I liked Titan. Titan AE had to have had a game, yeah, right? It's, it's not Disney. Never seen it. Yeah. Also, Page Master. That Page had Master two games. Definitely had a game. It had mm-hmm. two. Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo. I think. Yeah. But that one's bad. The 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 point and click adventure though, I really loved. Oh. Yeah. All right, Huber. Here's where you have to show up. Action oh films this is our next category. Okay. Con Air. Oh. RoboCop. I mean. Yeah, Minority course. Report. Yep. The Matrix. Con Air. Report. Con Air. I own the Minority Report game. Really. Love that game. You ever heard me talk about really this? Really good shattered glass in that game. And there's Launched a cheat somewhere. <laughs> my favorite thing is there's a cheat uh, where you can activate slow-mo, but the thing that's great is in a lot of games you activate slow-mo and then you're like stuck in that mode where they tied it to the thumbstick. Oh. So again, with the shattered glass, you could grab a guy, throw him towards mm-hmm. the window, right as he hits the window. Super Ooh. cool. And the, the cool, ragdoll physics. And he's the cool like gravity gun dudes, thing, like, the air yeah. gun. Yeah. Cool. Are those called six sticks? Something. I think those are called six sticks. Six I sticks. Like Wait, movie. what is a six stick? It's a sandwich. It makes you puke. It's a weapon in a movie that. Ma- this is like a good trivia oh. question. Oh, this has happened like four times in my Even life. The analog st- yeah. Where we're trying to remember what movie six sticks was from. I think it's Minority Report. They like spin them and they shock you and it makes you puke. Yeah. I think. Or it's no, maybe you're Star thinking Wars of uh, the Face Clones? Off. That's Death, That's death Sticks. It's <laughs> not Face <laughs> Off. Face off, they make the I guy too. I'm Googling. Should I do an Attack yeah. of the Clones joke? No. No. Oh, Kyle. I, Jones? I got you, Jones. I was thinking that also in my you. brain. I was going to yeah. ask Huber what's Death Sticks from. Count on me to do that it. one. Uh, James. Yeah, but a tie into the Matrix, because that was the guy from the Matrix, Mouse. Yeah. Six was Sticks the Death is Sticks guy. Really? Yeah. No way, man. Mouse. That overlap, crazy. <laughs> James Bond films. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Quantum of Solace. The World is Not Enough. Uh-huh. Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh-huh. Casino Royale. Quantum Casino Royale. Oh, is it Casino Royale? There was Casino a Quantum Royale. Solace game? It's Casino Royale. There is a Quantum of Solace wow, game. Wow, yes, why? Yeah. Why? Why? I think that was the game? Man, this was fun. I don't, I'm surprised they even bothered. So, uh, I think it was third person, right? Yes. No, that's, yeah. uh, that's not Quantum of Solace. What is that one? That there, is its own custom both. story? There's both, man. It's... Uh, what is that game? It's like Deadfall or something. Yeah, I know what you're thinking of. There was another Daniel Craig. Third. It's amazing. It's like Agent Under Fire, maybe? Deadfall. No, Agent no, Under Fire was Stone. Bloodstone. Blood yes. So good. So yeah. oh, Second best Bond game easily. We might have to be behind Goldeneye. Yeah. Bloodstone is legit. So this was really <laughs> solid. Legit as in a solid like seven or eight. Yeah. <laughs> really good game. Yeah, there's a low bar for James Bond For James, games. a lot of battles. Um, yeah. When I first went to a, the fire, though, good call. when I went to apply to be a QA at Activision, yeah, uh, they had me play Bloodstone, Dude. and basically they they had you play a, a bugged version, and they're like, okay, you have one hour. How many bugs can you find in this game? <laughs> and it was totally it was totally bugged out. It was like yeah. a real early build, and it was really sick. It was just like everybody set up at these stations, plug in your Xbox, follow these steps. They basically want to make sure that you can write an English sentence, and I could got the job. 
cool. Yeah, it was That's fun. So nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they didn't interview you. It was do this challenge, find as many bugs as you can. And I, re- you, I remember you told me about that job. I didn't know you played Bloodstone. Just though. for the test. Just for nice. the initial. The initial. Did you list it as like bullet points? No, you had to write up bugs. As like a whole sentence. Yeah, no, like you had to like say or like, like a paragraph. You had to give steps on what it took to oh, find okay. that and everything. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Another super underrated game that is very similar to Bloodstone. Hmm. Jones, maybe you played it. The Born Ultimatum. Supremacy oh, yeah, Ultimatum. I remember watching you play. This one that. I, I you remember the contextual finishers were like the yeah. big thing in that. Slamming people yeah. into desks. Heat actions, dude. <laughs> yeah, heat right. actions, dude. Final category: iconic. Pop culture films. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that phrase. It just makes me think of Ready Player One. Iconic <laughs> pop culture films. Yes. Okay, Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Shining, E.T. <sighs> the Extraterrestrial, infamously, Empire Strikes Back, The Shining, The Shining, the Shining. Shining. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks, that. allies. Love and respect. A. Yeah. Um, Empire Strikes Back. We know that Super yeah, yeah. Nintendo game. I guess yeah. Raiders was on. A- Atari or something? There is yeah. a there's PC? like a Super Nintendo. Right, I think, the, the Chronicles. That's but a tricky like, one yeah, there. That, yeah. that wasn't directly. Tied I think there's to that multiple like Indiana Jones games throughout consoles, like Nintendo, Super yeah. Nintendo. Temple of Doom had an infamous arcade, uh, uh, arcade game. Yeah, with all the ladders and stuff. Yes, yes. Let's do a jolly game real quick. Ooh, jolly question. Sorry, we're done oh, with okay. games. We got a jolly question. Comes to us from Jose Tremblay Champagne. What a name. Yeah. Hey, allies. Been following you guys since the beginning of EZA and have finally decided to contribute to the Patreon. Thank it you. is well deserved. Your team's hype and passion is infectious. Speaking of hype and infections, I've been rewatching a lot of Huber's full playthroughs of Resident Evil Ooh. and Evil Within games. This all made me give in and buy RE7 Gold Edition. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm now looking forward to, I'm now looking into getting Evil Within 1 and 2. Yep. I love Resident Evil and only really got into it from from 4 onwards. Really excited for RE2's remake. Nice. Have you ever had someone's excitement or dedication for a franchise, video games or otherwise, bring you into the fold later than most? Sort of how Brandon recently got into Pokemon with the help of Kyle. Bright Ellis, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, Um, I think that's totally true. Yeah. You had no interest otherwise, right? Uh, not no interest, but like one of those things where I think I just pushed you. There's more. like no, it's it's in my brain like oh no time like yeah. I wasn't ready to commit my time to it. We all have franchises like and that. Yeah. like dude, you got to play it. I'm like all right, yeah, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think um, Yakuza with me, sure. with nice. you and Huber. and you too, Jones. I'm interested. Yeah, I definitely want to make time for Zero. And we never would have without easy eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, you've been harking on me about since. One on PS2. Oh. Mark Hamill. Uh, Souls, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Blood, Bloodborne, for sure. Yeah, yeah baby. Like, 100% same. Yeah. There's almost no way I would have played Bloodborne. I went through several co-workers. Just, like, speed bumps. Like, no. Like, Ryan Stevens. Like, maybe you should check out some... No. And mm-hmm. it's like... Justin Spear. Spear. Like, no. Maybe you no. Pat no. Morales. Like, it's kind of fun. This combat. No. Mm-hmm. Miguel. No. It's like, finally, yep. Ian. Like, like, you're playing Bloodborne. <laughs> like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So good. And yeah, of that's a really good answer. It's Bloodborne, and then just falling in love with it, man. Just mm-hmm. like popping it open, and just and so it's not necessarily like, oh, I'm just doing this so I'm happy with my friends, or my friends will be happy. It's like, man, this is a good video game. They were right. Yeah, it pleases me. Yeah, it pleases me like anytime it. I look into Kyle's eyes and just say the word tenitrus. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite <laughs> yeah, things to do. Yeah, that picks like a weapon that yeah. no one else picks. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, it's yes. so great. Uh, <laughs> tenitrus. I love it. Dude. I used to make fun of GTA games. Used to have no interest in them and just thought it was like a dumb game my cousin enjoyed. Uh, 
Huber was offended by it. Yeah. He said, give GTA a chance. Mm-hmm. And like, Huber, Easy to judge no, by its cover. It's not the my easiest kind of game. Thing. And I mean, there is a lot of dumbness to it. It is a very dumb game. Yeah. But the way it's designed, the the world, there's just so much more to appreciate mm-hmm. after the dumbness of it. After like the dumb, like, let's go shoot guys. Like, <laughs> like there's, there's still like a lot of immaturity that I was surprised by in GTA. But like the, the design of the game is intense. Just the world. There's just, it's, it's a freeing game in that like, to me, each of these missions taking place in this cohesive environment, it makes it so much more interesting that once the mission's over, you can walk back there and you can walk all around. And you know what? You can walk around during a mission and you can, there's just so many different ways that you can handle different things. Man, GTA 5, for sure. Man. All because of you play Red Dead 1. I played the beginning of Red Dead we 1. We play 2 on October 26th. Yeah, probably. Come on, man. You got to be there with us. Yeah. Assure me there's no moment like Mexico and I'm in. I will assure you yeah. there's no moment like Mexico. Okay, yeah, right. I'll assure you. All I'm right. doing it. Yeah. Right. It's not the there. The pacing will be assured. on point. On point okay. pacing. Yeah. <laughs> no dead stops. Yeah. Sure. It didn't feel like a dead stop. No restarting like a, the game. Yeah, it felt like no a reset. Restarts. Dude, no, it felt like no a hard reset. reset. Like, okay, start all over. Like, what? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. It was like, it was like, your princess is not in this castle. Yeah. You I, show up, you storm the fort. Like, yes, I'm storming a fort. Let's him. kill this guy. No, he's in Mexico. Sorry, he's gone. Go to Mexico. Like, oh, come on. I thought that was cool because it's like you're at the height of your powers in America. Yeah. Now you have to go fish out of water. Yeah, it like takes you down a peg. I liked it. It's I've cool. never, yeah, I've, I've, I've never jumped on the boohoo Mexico bandwagon. To me, yeah. it just feels like a way to extend a video game. For the rest, sure. I think it's a low point for what the rest of the game is. So. Yeah, that's it, what I'm saying. Right? Right? Why do you Mexico get in? Is such a high. That like, song oh, is yeah, so yeah. good. That's not enough for me. I played that part. It's not enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that. Riding out of Mexico. DeSanta, I think, is just a really interesting Just don't pause during that song. I am yeah, I think I so interested in seeing I paused and then the song was gone. And yeah. To this day. Uh, yeah, if you even uh, get into that. All There's those a- gang members you kill in Red Dead 1, I'm so pumped to just see them in 2. <laughs> Desire index. I, I, I like the dramatic build in Mexico as well because there's like a lot of a lot of stuff that John sees when he gets into the government that he's like, well, they're treating those people like crap, but like it's not my war, you know, like I'm not gonna get involved, and of course he eventually has to. And then Undead Nightmare when DeSanta comes back, so great. <laughs> <laughs> never played that. Oh, never Undead played Nightmare. Missed it. Missed it. Really, really gonna funny. happen. Really funny. Great. It'll great be to, after great, to, great to headshot a scampering zombie in slow mo. All right, I mean it's time yeah. to move on with the podcast, but I want to ask the panel: Okay, will Red Dead Redemption Two have zombie DLC? Uh, my call is robots. I think they're gonna do a Westworld thing. Oh, oh what a call! Look at him take draft a that, dude. Yeah, no, this is stuff you miss tweet. out on if All you're right. only listening. I'll you're missing say... out on Jones taking a su- smug. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. say aliens. And they're gonna do cowboys versus aliens. All right, Huber. I'll say vampires. Zombies again. I'll just be the zombie one. Okay. I think I think it's a safe bet. I would not bet against the Jones, though, mm-hmm. with that bet. And sure. then the whole supernatural vibe that they had with Red Dead Redemption 1, the update now, is like Westworld in that, like, you will be playing a person from the company, and you'll have, like, assault rifles and stuff. Like, weapons that carry over from Grand Theft Auto Online that are now in mm. Red Dead. Um, so if, if Red Dead Online is just, like, Westworld... If that's the premise, not Red Dead Online, that okay. expansion, that okay, update, okay. you know, and yeah, it might sure. just be like they got do it, the it, the Spoochie job or the other updates they've done to GTA Online. It might just be one of those, like a got big, update. the Doomsday Heist was probably mm-hmm. one of their biggest story updates. So. Will all nine allies be playing Red Dead Two October twenty fifth at nine p.m.? No way. 
yeah. Don't get, I don't think you'll get Damiani in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you won't get Damiani. I don't think Damiani's into GTA games. I don't think you'll get him into Red Dead. Didn't Dude. he play 5 recently? Yeah, we'll get him. He did play it post. We'll oh, because of uh, uh, Game Sleuth. That's right. We'll yeah, get and him. he got That's into right. GTA 5, yeah. Uh, Ian, do you have a guess? Do you want to like make a claim? Uh, Stake your claim here? Just... So it's not one that's already been ticked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lovecraft stuff, Cthulhu. Oh, I'd be way down for that. Oh my goodness! Ooh, I mean, I'd be the most down for that. Yeah, yeah I think that's I'd what you do with Halloween. I don't think you do zombies. It. I think you do this kind of thing. Or vampires. That'd be fun. Yeah. Nice. Well done. Well done, panel. I like Vamps. this. Vamps. It is time for bets. Next week's bet. It's about Hotel Transylvania Three: Monsters on Board. Kyle, would you like overboard. fighting more vampires <laughs> or zombies? I don't like fighting zombies, dude. No? No. I like fighting things that have faces. And to me, like, I, zombies, I like that they have faces, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I don't... I don't. Do you not like it's like a mindless machine? Yeah. Kyle Would likes rather... to watch the light go out in their eyes when he kills them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at the white face. I feel like I'm doing the zombies a favor, you know? Mm-hmm. You're putting, I'm, you're I'm, freeing I'm putting them. them at ease. You're, just, you're, sure. you're taking out the trash with zombies. <laughs> right. I, there's something I like about squishing a Goomba. Okay. <laughs> you know, just a poor that. little innocent Goomba. Well, they're not innocent. They have mean eyebrows. They're just they're hanging out. This is war. <laughs> they're hanging out in their town. This is war. And their eyebrows like, are. You're coming on their turf. Yeah. This is my turf. This is Mushroom Kingdom. My turf. This is my Mushroom turf. Kingdom. Are you? Are you Princess? Are you Prince Mario? <laughs> no, you ain't. You're just Mario. You're a plumber. You're a plumber. Yeah. There are natives to that land, and you're smashing them. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they've ever really settled if Mario is native to Mushroom no, Kingdom. No, Miyamoto's not. not touching that. Yeah, he's not touching that. Uh, I realized I talked a lot about Hotel Transylvania 3 in this podcast <laughs> yeah. without properly introducing it to the audience. We've talked about because we had to make our bet at the beginning this time. And like we've been doing bits about Hotel Transylvania. Hey, there's there's a video game coming for I Hotel li- Transylvania 3, I Monsters like Overboard. Bit. I like this bit. It's coming to PC. It's coming to Switch. Coming to Switch. PlayStation 4, Xbox One on Tuesday, July 10th. Look. I've never seen any Hotel Transylvania movies. I know very little about it. the first one. I've seen the first one. I know it's got Sandler. I know Sandler's in there. It is. It's the guy that did uh, Dexter and like Dexter's the Clone Wars. Dexter's Lab? Yes. Uh, Tartoski? Yeah. Andy? Oh, yeah, that yeah, is. And, Tartoski? Yeah, yeah, and he did the Clone Wars cartoon. Has he done all three Transylvanias or just I one? I, I know he did I know this one. for I don't know sure he did, he did the first one. Is it good? Oh, okay. Uh, it was alright from what I remember okay. it was just alright I mean once you add that name to it I'm a little more yeah. excited there are oh, some Samurai side Jack, characters that save it there wow. are some there are some characters now that are pretty darn funny wow so here's the thing I'm probably gonna buy this <laughs> I was looking at like so what I do every week I look at upcoming game releases and I saw Hotel Transylvania 3 and you're like oh and it's listed on her PS4 like okay the bet is about how much this game will cost Brandon Jones what's your bet $40 Michael Huber Full price, fifty nine ninety nine. Ooh, pay up. I think that's smart, man. I yeah. honestly, it probably is going to be that. Pay up, Brad. Thirty dollars. I think I'm going to take you guys. I said thirty nine ninety nine. I'm going to take really Jones. Good bet. Oh. I'm going to go with what it's listed on oh, in the PlayStation dude, Store. Yeah, you got to get yeah. the ninety nine. I'm a dummy. But anything above, you'll you'll get. And Ian, what's your bet on this? How much is this game going to cost? Thirty four ninety five. All right, let me lock that in. By the way, uh, it was listed without. Any box art on any screenshot? Yeah, like I don't it's know what. So the, funny. If Kyle, question: yeah. What if the Switch version is cheaper than the PS4 version, for example? Oh, I'll go with the PS4 version. PS4. Version. I don't think it would be though. Most uh, times, Switch is more expensive, but yeah, yeah. I, I, they'll probably be all the same price. But you're right. I'll what go with the it's PS4 just like version. A sim game. Fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was the thing. When nobody could do any research, we couldn't do a thing. Please, 
don't tweet me that stuff this week. I want to just buy that game next week and see it for the first time as that <laughs> is. Please don't tweet me, tweet me a trailer. Please don't tweet me like a review from IGN. Let me experience this. Let me have this. Let me have it. Let me have Hotel Transylvania 3. Yeah, I'm excited to play I'm this gonna game. I'm going to put in a review request tonight. Let's do it. Get blood up on Slack. <laughs> yeah, let's go. The thi- the th- <laughs> Send a the copy over. Like, Multiple codes. Sometimes this burns me. We had a Goosebumps game last year, right? Like, yeah. Like two years ago. Like how fun is that? Oh, Goosebumps game? This is going to be great. Nar. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of game was it? It was uh, basically a, an adventure game, like kind of point and click, I think. Yeah, I remember oh. we streamed it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was that kind of adventure. Is there a Jack Black sound alike? I think his character was in there. Yeah, Jones. I think Jack Black's character was in the Let's game. Just make it a 3D platformer. Yeah, sometimes you get burned. Sometimes it really pays off. Cars 3 was okay. Cars 3, yeah. Yeah, it was Toy okay. Story 3? Yeah. Toy Story 3 is oh, amazing. That's a top 10 times. Phenomenal game. Yeah. yeah. It's better than GoldenEye. I'd rank that higher than GoldenEye. Whoa. I would. Right. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 okay, Jones. Okay, on the bad side. Yeah, okay, yeah, right, 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 Do you think it's better than Toy Story 2? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Toy Story 3 is a very, yeah, very good game. It's incredible. Crazy. It's up there with, like, it's in the top, like, five for me, probably. That was the Infinity precursor, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't hear you talk about Infinity without praising Toy Story 3, man. Yeah. I can praise Toy Story 3 and think GoldenEye just beats the crap out of it at the same time. It does not, sir. It does not, sir. Because it's not just it's not just the Infinity precursor. There's also a story. There's two campaigns in this game. Okay. <laughs> really good. All right. I'd give that game a nine. If you were sitting next to me, I swear. I know. Jones, the thought that was running through my mind is like, I hope I won the bet this week so I get the final word. That's what it's like. That was what the thought was going through my mind right in the moment. We shall see. It's like, oh, I want the final word on this. Last week's bet was about fighting EX Lair. Hubert, you know what that is? No clue. Yeah, that was the problem. So uh, this is from the developers, uh, Arika, of the Street Fighter EX series. Basically, it was all the Street Fighter EX characters that aren't Street Fighter characters are all together in one fighting game. Okay. Uh, came out uh, last Thursday. I went to OpenCritic.com to read the 10 most recent reviews. How many times will I find the words Street and Fighter next to each other? Jones bet 2. Brad bet 4. Damiani bet 6. I bet 11. Ian bet 12. Of the zero reviews, <laughs> damn, there were zero times oh. that the words "street" and "fighter" were next to each other. It's so funny. I checked Metacritic too; zero reviews from from uh, critics there as well. Wow, bums Dang. me out, That's, man. Yeah. Bums me the wow. heck out. Cheers, Jones up there. Cheers, Jones is beaming right yeah. now. <laughs> he gets the final word on anything he's wanted. So uh, that means right. we were tied last week too, so that also feels good. Oh yeah, we were tied. Jones has now broken that tie. Red Grouse nine. <laughs> Gorgeous Gorillas twelve. <laughs> Droopy Eagles eight. <laughs> and Switcher Snakes two. <laughs> uh, before we get to your rights and responsibilities, Jones, we got to talk about. The objective of this week's episode, which you took on and Ian took on. Again, this came to us from John Koning. It was to hone your skills. And, Jones, you said particularly you want to talk about podcast halftime. Yeah. Jones, I did not notice one accidental laugh. I didn't notice one burp. (laughs) I didn't notice one... uh, Burp? Yeah. Sometimes he burps right in the middle of the Kyle's got an ear for it. He really... I'll be, like, 20 feet away from him in another room, and Kyle's like, nice burp, Jones. Like, Mm -hmm. we heard that? Yeah. 
sometimes during hot podcast halftime, he'll forget that he's doing podcast halftime and start talking about Gotham or something. It's true. Uh, <laughs> it happens. I didn't, Not you know, the show, just Gotham City Gotham in general. Gotham City, yes. It's just like, you know what's weird about Gotham City? It's like yeah. Chicago, but... Uh, <laughs> alleyways? Yeah. Is it New York? Is it Chicago? This happens every other week. Who knows? It didn't happen this Why week. Why don't they just clean up Crime Alley? Can we talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> Jones, you honed your skills, man. Install some security cameras or something. I mean, I'm just thinking out loud. I'd say you really honed your skills. Thank you, Kyle. Ian, you also chose to take on this objective. I think you honed your skills on supplying us with information quickly. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle. That's such a nice little asset to have. That Spider-Man creation date and Ghost of Tsushima timeline were instantaneous. Exactly, right. Like, uh, uh... the benefit of having Ian here every week is the audio sounds good and that we have the switcher to switch shots and so it looks dynamic if you're a viewer. But who knew about that side effect of having anything we wanted immediately? Ian, thank you for that. You honed that skill. My pleasure. You're My a pleasure. wizard, Ian. Your reward. Extremely relevant for Jones. Haircuts look good 25% longer. Nice. You get a twenty five percent length, like you get twenty five percent more time of your haircut. Duration, yeah. Yes. How cool of a prize That's is that? That's a good stat. Better than the final word. Yes. Great stat buff. Ian, how often do you get haircuts? Well, I'm growing out the undercut, so I haven't had one in a long time. I feel like it's growing been a while. Yeah, yeah, for a while. But Ian, uh, when I get one, I'll get one. You know. Nice. Ian, grow it down to your elbows. All right. Go full Bloodworth. Elbows. <laughs> I want to see Bloodworth and Ian just. Headbanging. I don't think Bloodworth's to his elbows. I long for the day where Bloodworth cuts his hair. I long for it. <laughs> there, was a, there was a hilarious occasion. comment. Not really hilarious, but a lengthy comment left in the thing about how Bloodworth and I need to like grow up and respect ourselves and cut our hair and stop wearing graphic t-shirts. Hold on, what graphic is the thing? T-shirts. What do you mean left in the thing? <laughs> uh, on YouTube or something? I don't know. Bloodworth just like shares hateful comments with me sometimes because he thinks I want to see them. I hope it was... <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's true. Oh, God. Why, do you get those too, Brad? No, I've seen them, though. Oh, okay. Just... They're usually at Ian. I'm like, what's the deal? Dang, check this out. It's like, yeah. they don't like me. It's all right. Don't need to see that, really. Um, don't read the comments. But then, like, he... Bloodworth, like, clapped back, and then the guy changed it to, like, all right, man, love, you know, love and respect, whatever. Or something. It was very strange. Uh, most of the time, people don't think we're reading that stuff you know they, i think so blood yeah. Yeah. it's true yeah it's not directed at deep. us in yeah. a weird way so they your words deep. hurt also bloodworth sees all yeah he reads yeah. them all every, oh, yeah. every yeah. single yeah. word mm-hmm. on e- like every post every word you're bloodworth not safe sees. Yeah. yeah yeah he's on there the bloodhound you think you're safe on 4chan yeah. he's <laughs> on there <laughs> you think he doesn't see you spreading around these links he's blood sees it sees it all <laughs> You better We're, start saying thanks, blood, because yeah. he's not getting a, he's not getting on your case. It's, this is not a bit. Blood is everywhere. Blood is everywhere. <laughs> it's in your veins. Yes, it's like the Eye of Sauron. You That's how I think about it. You think it. you're yeah. safe on the dark web, Russia? Blood is in there. He's in the dark web. He's sleuthing. <laughs> you think you're safe, China? He's in there. <laughs> really committing. <laughs> really committing. Dude. You're not pulling the wool over those eyes. <laughs> Brandon Jones, you won the bet this week. Out of control. <laughs> I love what Kyle's out of control. Yeah, I lost my bits. Yeah. I, I lost my wits at some point there. Uh, I lost my bits. Uh, you get the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle with the world. You get to promote any easy, easy allies video you would like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or maybe any changes you want to make to uh, the index. Mm. And you get to sign off mm. with your trademark sign off. Okay. 
you can follow me at Trailer Jones. I suggest you watch our first top ten. We do countdowns now. We we're back to the countdown. It's called uh, Easy Allies Top Ten, and it was uh, written by all of us. The list was uh, picked by all of us, but really conceived, uh, shot, and edited by Ian Hank, and he did a wonderful job. Aww. And I think uh, not only a wonderful job because uh, countdowns can be uh, messy. Potentially, you got a lot of cooks in the kitchen trying to put that project together. And I thought Ian did, did a great job of making it not only very different from the countdowns that we did back in game trailers, but distinctly easy allies. Yeah, uh, they were a lot of fun. It, it's one thing that like we have a fun idea. We're like, oh, we could do this, and then you actually like get to the point where you're producing it, and it's like, ah, it's too much work, or oh, this bit doesn't work. Uh, and it, it definitely from conception to uh, creation to posting, I thought it's uh, it, it came through very well. I'm excited to see more uh, top tens from Ian Hank, so you can check that out. I'm shocked you went for it with the balloons. Yeah, <laughs> didn't yeah. think they would go for it. Didn't think they would go for it. Paid well, off. it's always exciting. Yeah, ever since the beginning of Easy Allies, it's always exciting to be like, I think this is funny. What do the eight other people yeah. I work with think? And when everybody's on board for something, that's always a really good feeling. Um, and uh, yeah, it was a swell podcast. Golden is the best licensed game ever made. Cheers. Hunk declassified. As the shots rang out in the corridors, Hunk knew time was short. Three minutes till extraction, the radio chattered. Hunk smiled as he moved through the damp sewers, dispatching zombies with effective elegance. His team was dead and there was nothing he could do about it. Birkin had lost his mind and he didn't have the firepower to deal with high-level BOWs. This was supposed to be an easy in and out, but Rodriguez was too green. He shouldn't have been on this assignment to begin with, but the order came from deep within Umbrella. Was he there to keep tabs on me, or was there something, or was there some other game they were playing? He was probably a monitor like that smug bastard Nikolai, but either way, Hunk didn't have time to think about it, briskly moving through the cramped hallways, eliminating hostels with ease, and gliding up the staircase. He slammed the door to the helipad open and quickly hurried to the chopper. Boarding the small aircraft, the pilot quickly got it in the air, leaving the RPD building behind, gliding smoothly in the pale moonlight. Once again, only you survived, Mr. Death, the chopper pilot speaks with a bold bitterness. Always only you survive, Mr. Death, the pilot continues, but Hunk does not respond. He doesn't care. The Grim Reaper cannot die, he thinks to himself with a warm smile. We'll be at the runway in four minutes, the pilot said. Anything I should know? Hunk is still silent, his only thought on how the hell he was going to get out of this mess. His superiors clearly didn't trust him, but this was nothing new. Umbrella had a, had a long and complicated history with its operatives, but it was nothing Hunk couldn't handle. Still, with the re- recent man- mansion incident and Raccoon City about to be in chaos, the circumstances had changed. He still needed to get the sample to Christine Henry in Lori Village, so for now he'd play along. As the chopper landed, armed agents approached and escorted Hunk towards the Concord. Stepping up the ramp, the familiar stench of cologne told him all he needed to know. As he entered the spacious jet, Ashford was sipping on expensive-looking wine. You're late, he calmly stated. Hunk wasn't amused. You need to fix your watch. (laughs) He slid the case on the table and unlocked the latches. A few more years and I'm going to be obsolete. Ashford was surprised. Going soft? Where's that legendary reaper instinct? That was before the mad scientists started playing at God, Hunk replied. Adapt or die, I always say, Ashford said with a smirk. We'll be in France soon. Why don't you take a break? You've earned it. When Hunk awoke, it was, the, it was to the sound of screeching tires on the tarmac. 
It was dusk and the sun was slowly fading behind the deep ravine of the French countryside. As the plane pulled next to the massive hangar, a single black car quietly approached and parked. I have business to attend to, Mr. Death, Ashford said sarcastically. Remember our deal. Hunk departed the plane as the sound of Ashford's disturbing laugh filled the fuselage. Holding the package with a steady determination, he stepped closer to the shadowy vehicle. He never walked into a situation he couldn't get out of, carefully glancing at vantage points around the runway and taking the long way around the back of the car. He entered the back seat, hand on his Sig 9. Welcome, Mr. Death, a silky voice stated. Hunk didn't recognize her, but could easily spot her trick knife under the blue leather jacket she had on. She wasn't trying to hide it. Christine usually brings an army. She must be good. The ride up to the manor was casually tense, both parties sizing each other up without saying a word. As he exited the vehicle, the driver guided Hunk towards the main entrance, two massive wooden doors adorned with the familiar umbrella logo. They slowly opened with a loud thump and electronic beep. Right this way, the professional said. She's expecting you. The manor was bright and sophisticated. Hunk was fully aware of the human experiments happening here, and it sickened him. Ashford, Wesker, Birkin, Henry, they would all pay for what they had done. As the next door opened, the fireplace illuminated the far-reaching dining room. Henry was standing near it, looking down at the smoldering embers. I was beginning to think you wouldn't show, she said with a welcoming smile. Let's cut the facade, Hunk quipped. You know my resume and my name. Christine laughed. Oh, poor, poor dear. You have no idea what's happening. You're a relic of the past, a primitive tool that just follows orders. Marcus's research was just the beginning. Even Spencer and that fool Birkin don't understand the possibilities, but I do. Hunk barely noticed the professional. A sharp pain shot up his hand as the package slammed to the floor. You can't stop progress, dear, Christine calmly spoke. The knife was lodged in his trigger finger. He was impressed. Now Christine spoke with malice. Unfortunately, our agreement has come to an end. Dispose of him. Hunk never walked into into a situation he couldn't get out of. As the professional drew her blade, Hunk set off a mini flashbang and leapt through the glass window, crashing to the ground. He knew this was coming and almost smiled. Before his adversaries could pursue him, a thunderous explosion rang out from the other side of the manor, catching him off guard. This wasn't part of the plan. Was it Ashford? Rogue Umbrella agents? As he slipped into the dark ravine, his mind went to simpler times. Recon missions with his old comrades. Late nights reading by the fire and taking care of his nephew. As the shouts and screams rang out behind him, he snapped back to the present. And everyone ever associated with that fateful day would die.